welcome to another episode of Get Your Shine Box. My name is Tristan Ham. I am lucky enough, blessed enough, privileged enough to be with my my brother, my bro. Oh dear. My, my You're BBF. really slapping it on. I'm, <laughs> I'm scared. I am nervous now. I feel like there's going to be some sort of ask later. Like, are we going to like haul manure at some point? Like, what's well, the, um... I have a manure ask, but it's not what you think. <laughs> I don't even want to go there. You sure? Uh, yeah. Oh no. You sure? Positive. So, um, segue. Yeah. Do you say segue? Or are you just segue? Like, do I indicate that I'm segueing? I don't know if you should put that kind of, like, Pressure. that much information out in front of it. <laughs> like, really just go with it. Okay. Uh, so this is a uh, non-advice show. It is not a movie review show. It's uh, usually a couple of brothers just talking about the movies that influenced us growing up. Yep. And how that... Uh, we the takeaways the 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 now um, influences I guess uh, as us as as parents as dads. I don't know that we can always take away something from these. Like oh, truth, no, well, what's the whole premise of this? So <laughs> no, what, this what I'm off? suggesting is some of them are so good about yeah. like a direct parenting reference. Yeah. And I think more often uh, what we've been able to do is kind of say, well, this movie's really a good piece of advice that either you can apply to your kids yes. or you could even use yourself as a dad. Yeah. Well, hey, I like that. Yeah. That takes the pressure off. It does, because then we have to watch less dad movies, which are pretty... pretty some, of them, some of them are pretty good. Well, I've got, like, Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2 on, like, loop. Really. And how is that working yeah. out for you in Disaster. terms of, like, okay, great. Disaster. Awesome. All right. Well. So, uh, well, okay, before we get into the film here, and yep. we and before we introduce, we have an, an extremely special guest. We're yeah. so happy uh, to have a dear friend on the show as well. Um, I am going to ask you, how was your week? That's a really good question. Uh, this was a quiet week. The uh, the older kids are with their dad this week. Ah, okay. So it's been pretty tranquil. It's mostly just been Scarlett. Um, and, you know, her big thing right now is she's really sassy. Ooh. Like, she's really... Sassy Scarlett. She, she's really fighting back on stuff. Yeah. And everything is about, like, whatever. So <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, I, I kind of, like... Part of me wants to kind of titter and laugh a bit because it's yeah. cute. And yeah. then the other part of me wants to be like, why well, you little, I, I oughta. So, <laughs> no, okay. yeah. Straight to the moon? <laughs> oh, yeah. No kidding. Get off my lawn! Like, so it's a lot of like fish shaking and yeah, yeah. Well, I'm getting older. So yeah. it's, it seems apropos. Fair. Um, but yeah, mostly it's it's been um, nice. We try to do little things like, mm. um, she. oh, this is actually my favorite part of the week. Oh. So she was super, super keen to spend some of her own money. So, nice. yeah, so we uh, went, to, <laughs> she's like, I want to buy an ice cream. I'm like, okay, no problem. I'm like, she's like, I got $5, I'm going to buy an ice cream. I'm like, <laughs> 10 years ago, $5 would have gotten you a good sprinkled ice cream. Yeah. I'm like, look, take extra cash. She's like, nope, you're wrong. And I'm yeah. like, no, seriously, like, let me just bring your wallet. Yeah. Uh, just in case there's some extra. She's still watching Bloomberg. Money. She yeah. knows the price of things. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's going to go back and then negotiate. She's yeah. going to trump that guy right down <laughs> in like the price range that she <laughs> thinks is appropriate. Anyway, yeah. so we went to... I tried to go to uh, Marble Slab, the mm. one they used to have in St. Albert, but they don't have one anymore. Mm. So we started there, then we had to go to another Marble Slab in uh, Edmonton. Anyway, we found the right place, she goes in, and she's just waving the five bucks around. Like, yeah, yeah. She is so jazzed. Anyway, so she's like picking out stuff, she's got like a cone with sprinkles, yeah. extra chocolate, she's got uh, nerds and like gummy bears and chocolate on top of chocolate, yeah. and she pulls out her five bucks, and I'm like, I'm like, I've got a car. It's okay. I can cover this. And then she's like, no, it's fine. Five bucks. And she was like, see? I'm like, fuck! You totally took my lesson away from me. I was so... Well, not at all. I was actually absolutely like smitten by the whole event. Yeah. But at the same time, this was a good moment for her on two fronts. Delicious ice cream and suck it dad. Yeah, yeah. So it's two desserts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> One of them more delicious than the last. 
Anyway, that was that was my little dad moment. How about you? That's funny. Um, it, it's been it's been a busy week with work and things like that, and just obligations and things. Yeah. But Jules, because it's you know we're winding down out of the summer vacation, and kids are gonna go back to school and things like that. Yep. Um, she's been making an extra effort to do things with the kids, like really, because oh, she cool. feels like, hey, I want to do these things. Yeah, yeah. And and so she's been doing these amazing things with the kids, whereas. Shooting them out of cannons, like that shooting them out of cannons, okay. and and all sorts of dangerous things. We're like pushing it to the extreme. Excellent. Dog fighting, hanging off the back of like garbage is that, trucks. Is that child services? Because I think I heard like a knock and maybe a SWAT team. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, those are on uh, speed dial. So, um, but the thing is, is that I have not. Oh. So I have not been making that special. <laughs> oh my god. Sort of licking envelopes and mailing it in. Pretty fantastic. Well, so, as long as one person like you know cares about their kids, I guess that's you know, not <laughs> well, the worst environment. Right? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, two out of three. Honestly, it's enough sometimes just to come up with enough effort for yeah. the two of you collectively to make that work. So what a nice gift actually from Jules to you to kind of add that extra layer. Yeah, I, th- nice. I think it has been, but I think it's also it's also probably getting a bit much kind of thing and so i guess my big thing is that like ah you know i don't do enough kind of pre-planning or or kind of investigation about oh hey this could be cool this could be cool right so um uh, i managed to and it's not like a massive accomplishment it's not an accomplishment really at all okay is that i noticed that uh here in st albert they do a drive-in movie at the st albert center oh yeah yeah we mentioned that the other night yeah yeah so so i managed to, I, I like put in the calendar like i can't buy tickets i can't like pre-book anything but i put it in the calendar <laughs> was nice. my big created movie. an event that you sent to others pretty much so i did that and i'm like well played there we go but i mean parenting she, but the effort she puts in yeah is is far greater True. than myself so i'm just noticing like oh, i need to step it up that's not great so i mean if you the one thing that's really good is if mm. you can acknowledge like if you can yeah. at least see it yeah. and then go huh I should probably do a little something or mm-hmm. find a way to alleviate on the weekend when you've got more time yes. and you can be that extra attentive person and she can maybe have some time for herself. Yeah. I think, and I think that's important. Okay. Absolutely. So I think that's, what's going to be my focus is just making sure she has opportunities to enjoy her downtime and that I engage with the kids because I've grown to like them. So <laughs> slow process. Yeah. No kidding. It is. It is. I mean, they don't bring much to the table really. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway no, i don't even want to start to unpack that. i don't oh, right? no 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 uh, it's been that kind of boring anyway so um uh do you I, think your kids are gonna have the same sort of like steep irony and kind of sarcasm with their kids like i'm hoping oh yeah i think I mean, so i don't i don't know about Brigham and julian but i definitely feel like scarlet's already going down that road so oh, yeah that's awesome i actually yeah. feel like if you could give them one gift yeah it's kind of like don't take yourself too seriously and like that's it don't be afraid to poke a little Oh sure, I think I think yeah. Well, my kids especially, and and Scarlett are sampling at the buffet of sarcasm. I very, like, gosh, often, I hope so. Often, because yeah. I mean, I try to take that gravy boat and like <laughs> dump it on everything whenever I can. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, you know what? Um, w- without further ado, I want to bring in our our guest today, uh, our a great good friend. Um, we, I mean, you, you, and uh, I'm not making mystery mystery out of this. Our, our great good friend here is Chad. <laughs> that could be a big reveal. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so we, have, we eventually kind of have like a third brother, and I mean, yeah, it's um, yeah. Chad and I have, uh, started off as roommates. Uh, we yeah. met in Kelowna. Um, we've yeah. lived together for probably like six years, seven years as roommates. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that whole university degree. I mean, <laughs> really dragged that sucker out, but uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been like, what, a couple decades now that, uh, like, coming up on, like, you know, half your life, just a, you know, yeah. a m- minor child of mine, but yeah, the, yeah. 
Yeah, it's been a, it's been a tick. And uh, yeah, no, I'm blessed to have been uh, included as a uh, as almost a third sign. All right, at least ate your parents' food like I was, one of those <laughs> through that entire Please, it would yeah. take more than you to put a dent in the amount of food that Judy's making. Let's well, be honest. Sure. Fair, fair point. But like we tried, like legitimately oh. gave it the old college try. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. college. Uh, give it that shit. in college. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like the way to shoot for that. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah. And thanks for having me, guys. This is uh, this is exciting. Yeah. Uh, podcasts well i mean i if anyone knows kind of like the we're all of the same vintage we probably watched yeah. a lot of similar movies i yeah. thought this was a you, the choice that we made kind of apropos considering you're known as uh flatch so yeah. i mean i guess yeah. the, the other big secret we're not keeping oh is, yeah the yeah. movie is flatch yeah no and, and yeah it was like i was kind of humming on it because I, I do love the movie and like it was uh it was a you know i, I remember watching it with my parents and we loved it and it was yeah. a huge deal um before you go down that road, yeah, can yeah. I ask, what would Joni and like Dick think of this movie? Like, did they, they like that film? Oh, laugh their butts off. Really? Like, there That's were, awesome. There were, and I don't want to give away the movie, just in case people <laughs> haven't seen this spoilers. film yet. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> so just as a fair warning, spoilers, El Gore, oh, through this whole thing. But uh, the dog scene with the, like, defenseless babies, <laughs> like, tears tears in the room oh, that's, that's fantastic laughter through that and it, like, it was like, it's people actually, who got like a healthy dose of sarcasm growing up I'm oh, wondering if maybe you were the beneficiary of a similar paradigm I, style I should have gone into politics with what like <laughs> our family dinners were like with the grandparents anyway that's a different podcast but uh yeah, the, uh, we'll get the couch out and you yeah, can sort of exactly. lay down and no just kidding. spill the therapy. No kidding. So, yeah, my parents uh, have scarred me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this isn't the what fucked you as a child show. This is the oh. what movies you enjoy. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to save kids. our kids. Not really like, yeah. Potato, potato. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> potato, tomato. The, uh, yeah, no, so it was good. Actually, you know, and, and, you know, having listened to your guys' show, I definitely didn't grow up on TV as much. Like, we had a very... Uh, throttled experience and exposure, uh, very, very managed. Yeah. And that's actually one of the things that made this movie special is like it would be like maybe a movie or two a month that we would kind of okay. watch as a family. Okay. And so like this was a, one of those standouts because it yeah. like kind of got past the radar a bit. Like I don't know if they really... It's a pretty racy film. Well, for, yeah, how old do you think you were when you watched uh, it? Uh, well, it's in the 80s, so I would have been like 10. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. when did this hit VHS? Like... Oh. 80... Oh, that's a good question, actually. 84, um, 86? When did VHS come out? Um, uh, would have been a few years after it was released in theaters. This is in 83? Yeah, yeah, yeah so 85, 86, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 10, 12? They, they yeah. only staggered films, like, usually, like, a year or two, like yeah. you say, yeah, before exactly. actually hitting the video store. So. <laughs> Back when they were just trying to beat up the pirates? <laughs> <laughs> Rush it to print! Um, Rush it to oh, print! Jesus. Yeah, anyway, yeah, as soon as it opens up in, like, Pacific Rim, just, like, just put it on streaming. <laughs> Pretty much. Over it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I love that they pressured that into happening quicker, right? Like, even yeah. now, I'm kind of, we were talking the other night when we were watching this about Top yeah. Gun. Mm. I was like, oh, God, I wish we could see it in theaters, but it's, it's like on. right around the corner, isn't it, yeah. to come to oh. streaming services? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, what did I see, like 4K Blu-ray in like a month or two? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. But I mean, like it's, it's oh yeah, no, like I think HBO it's Max or Prime. Yeah, I think it's something. streaming or digital download in like less than a month. Oh, okay. easy, wow, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. If not times, my friend. Tandem nowadays, you know, that's well, the, yeah, that's probably going to happen more and more at the same time. Well, and this is it, right? And I think, I mean, it, 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 on the one hand, it is blessings. You don't have to wait mm -hmm. as long. You're not like, I got to wait two years for this thing to hit. But also, it, I think, it is part of what's like strangling cinemas, right? Like, not that COVID yeah. made that better for anybody no, but like no. the yeah. fact that it's like now 
fine. Like, you know, yeah. it, there's not, like, unless you want that big screen experience. Yeah, wow. Well, and if anything, this was designed, especially Top Gun, was designed for the big screen. Yeah, oh my gosh, experience. absolutely. So, yeah, again, I wish you would have caught the IMAX. Yes, and I, I was going to say the, one of the, just side note, this isn't a Top Gun show, but, uh, same era. <laughs> but anyway, the original, the, apparently the, like, the 4K Blu-ray, when it's released, is actually going to switch aspect ratios to go to the IMAX aspect ratio for the IMAX scenes. Okay. Oh. Like, so there were, like, special scenes. Okay, so, like, it's yeah, going to, yeah. like, flip back and forth, which That's cool. I'm actually cool. interested to see how that, like, just kind of plays out, like, in terms of just watching. Yeah. Just to have things change that. Like, but hmm. anyway. Great. So they must have found a way to make it so it doesn't seem disruptive. Like, you probably go... Like take a moment to kind of sit back a bit and like, oh wow, like there's way more to see. Yeah, like it's probably gonna be like the jet taking off and then just oh, it'll all be there. I was gonna say like for sure, we should actually watch original Top Gun at some point because that's still like some of the scenes in that show make my hair stand up. It's so awesome. Yeah, I love that movie. Anyway, yeah, just last, just considering like all this sort of aerial combat, the fact that so much of it was like I think like a collection of stock footage. Uh, things that just shoehorned in, like I just uh, want voiceover and stuff like that. But it, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for yeah. like the one, uh, you know, the desk guy or the um, <clears throat> I don't yeah. know, flight captain who's always telling him like you're writing checks, your butt can't cash. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that guy yeah. was in like Back to the, the future, future, and he was in Masters of the Universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. I got Sherry Top Gun story. So yeah. that was like like 90s, right? So that <laughs> came out, massive worldwide global hit, 90. Want 90 to 91, I'm in Japan, right, mm-hmm. as an exchange mm-hmm. student. So my first host family were, you know, we're kind of celebrating the end of my tenure with them. Mm-hmm. And they took me out to see a movie, and they knew I loved Top Gun. And so we went to see the Japanese version, oh, which is Best Guy. Nice. And so it's this, like, 100% blatant ripoff of the theme and the storyline. And it's, like, about the Japanese Air Force and this guy, and, like, which is cool because I mean they got some cool planes. Sure, like this sure. could still be good, except they kind of like animated in most of like the Robotech. Oh, no, oh, because I would have just oh, boing. Oh, I would have, I would have, yeah, like just <laughs> just tears of joy running down my leg. Like oh, if that no, had been like the case, but it wasn't. It was just oh. this super crappy, fuzzy, like not even good animate. Like and oh, this is the country. Anyway, it was just like I just oh, laughed and I was just like, but oh. how, how was the volume? Top gunk. Top, oh yeah. the, the Japanese volleyball scene. How was that? There wasn't okay. one. Ah, they, uh, they couldn't reach the net. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. 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 How do we? And can I just so straight? Wait. No. No. no this is good. This is actually a great segue right into Fletch because oh, I mean, yeah. if there is a common theme through that, yeah. racism, like, <laughs> well, well and sexism. It, I mean, they really kind of yeah. fight each other. We did talk uh, about like the fact that Fletch doesn't actually do blackface. Like, thank goodness the afro's a bit. Yeah. But, yeah. No, no, but a lot. The the one, the one like one key black character is the guy that gets beat up by the cops is the drug mule, That's right? Because yeah. he is the easy throwaway. Also, the reference to Sammy, yeah, uh, the master of ceremonies. Oh, yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's very yeah. true. Anyway, let's do this yeah. back to so, Fletch the movie. Yeah, so back to Fletch. So, uh, so the way that this works, Chad, I know you know the you mm. listen to the podcast, but what we normally do is a synopsis. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got anywhere from five minutes to an hour and a half, yeah. uh, <laughs> of which us. we keep a pretty tight <laughs> tight ship. Yeah. Tight ship. So, tight ship. Um, yeah. yeah, like let's walk through the film and um, let's talk about where how, how the film progresses. Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so set in the 80s, and uh, I think most critics would agree, really, like, the the impetus film for 
all of investigative journalism type movies moving forward, right? Yeah, like, I okay. think about everything else <laughs> yeah. from this, like The Firm, uh, not The Firm, what was the uh, uh, Tom Cruise one? Anyway, but uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, so, thinking about all the kings, are all the president's men? So, like oh. the Woodward and Birdstein, because uh, they've got to, that's, you know, they're very similar. They've got yeah. that really tight reporting kind of, no, and not even <laughs> remotely clear to. This is actually, Good night, what? Anyway, yeah. this is a great vehicle for Chevy Chase. It is. It is a phenomenal, yeah. and, it, and it's great. Like, And this is him really kind of in his prime, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he is, this is well before he hits the Disney slide. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, he's like, he's riding high in terms of, like, everything that's coming out, Caddyshack yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like, so he is, like, hot ticket, big name, like, he's... I feel like this is Caddyshack with, like, maybe more physical comedy? Well, and that's an interesting note, like, because there's only, like, one piece of physical comedy in every scene but there is yeah. one in every scene through the whole movie and that was yeah. a really good Which catch you caught because that was your movie yeah because yeah. uh, yeah. I don't know that I'd ever thought about it as being so formulaic but you're you totally caught this like he's got tons of good lines yeah. tons of throwaway stuff no one ever challenges him on any of the things no. he says oh no not a thing but you were right every single scene there's yeah. one thing one, one thing door slam the yeah. Uh, yeah whatever bonk the head yeah uh, but yeah, so the, the premise of the movie is uh, Chevy Chase in this is a uh, Fletch. He's a reporter yeah. uh, for New York paper. I don't know if they ever actually, was it the Times? I can't remember if they ever specified. Uh, I'm sure it's in um, there, I don't. I think he's in L.A., Sorry, yeah, L.A. Times. Absolutely. Yeah, it's 100% L.A. Because he's um, a big, yeah, like Lakers fan. Uh, well, exactly. Rocking the, I think I think the 32 jerseys to Magic Johnson, like that's got to yeah. be the air for that one, which yeah. is a different, another segue but anyway um and uh yeah so he's an investigative journalist that's trying to crack this story about like the drug problem in the city Mm -hmm. uh you know it seems like coke is the the drug from how things are rolling out again back to lakers Uh, yeah exactly so yeah pre-opiate uh crisis but uh yeah yeah. and so he's trying to do the story and figure out who's doing this and actually you know, through just happenstance, kind of falls, like, into the heart of it. So he's yeah. trying to masquerade as a junkie to get some leads to figure out mm-hmm. where the drugs are coming from. Right. And he gets approached by this, uh, you know, uh, executive wealthy type. Sure, so this is um, Tim Matheson, who's playing Alan Stanwyck. Right, Alan yeah. Stanwyck, um, who, uh, yeah, who wants to hire him to kill him because yeah. uh, apparently he's dying from cancer and wants his family to cash out on some insurance Anyway, and so Fletch, like, obviously Alan, unbeknownst to him, is this investigative journalist, smells all kinds of things about this. And so the story, yeah, story and the hijinks start to unfold from there as he's working through this story and, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, I tell you, what's, what's yeah. interesting, uh, right off the bat, is, is um, and I never hit this when I was younger, but I, I, I know it now because I know the genre, is just how film noir kind of like comedy noir they were trying mm. to do which mm. was interesting because it starts off with his narration like he starts sort of setting the scene and so already mm. he's we're, we're either reading an, like a, a like an article of his like from his perspective or he's breaking that fourth wall but either way it's like okay Fletch is bringing us in right away he's he's bringing us into his confidence in a sense and we get to sort of like okay he sets the stage it's almost like, like his that. memoir of this event happening. Yeah, right? yeah. Or, or he's writing an article for it. Yeah, yeah very right. much. Like it could all. Yeah, I mean, it could almost like fade into a. Um, uh, yeah, like a, you know, he's telling the story of the police, right? Like um, uh, usual suspects kind of number, right? Where it's yeah. just yeah. like that, you know, fade into the story. Like so, here I was, and like, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, so he, he's doing this. The guy, you know, he's getting hired. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about him introducing himself as Ted Nugent and then that yeah. sticking all the way through. Like, again, we talked just a little Hello, bit Mr. about Nugent. Well, but you know, no one ever calls him out, like the Babar or the Ted Nugent oh, or the Babar. Uh, That's it. Two bees? No, no, no. Not together. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, not together. Like the yeah. children's yeah. elephant? What? That's it. Yeah. No. I've never had any. What? <laughs> children? No. Books about elephants. <laughs> Anyway, really children's books. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I did know, like the thousand dollars cash. Like, I mean, that was you know in the eighties even. Like, that's a that's a big stack of that's cash, stack of right? Cash. Like, yeah. when you think about like what it was, was you know, so you guys gonna pays him a thousand bucks to come to his house yeah. to hear the indecent proposal, right? About you know killing him. That's well, it starts on the beach, like you said. Yeah. Um, and that's like you said, the Alan Stanwyck is is like scoping him out on the old biocular oh, there with the synth, the deep synth. Obviously, so good. Yeah, yeah, he is great at the things he does, like Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop, and Beverly Hills Cop Two, and Fletch, Beverly Hills Fletch Two. There you are. I'm sorry, was that no, no, too easy? No, give it. I'm sure he's done. Yeah. Well, Maybe? Well, we were talking about this <laughs> on the way home. And this is, so this is Michael Ritchie, who was the director. Yes. And apparently he's done quite a bit of stuff, including Fletch 2. You did. Fletch 2, the Golden Child. Um, I'd have to see who, uh, because... Golden Child. He, yeah, the Golden Child. Yeah, is, but you kind of get that same sort of feel to it, right? Yeah. Like, I think he knows how to pull stuff out of people. Yeah. A lot of TV things you were saying that he, he did. He's done, a, yeah, a ton of TV things. I don't have all his... Um, I should have uh, brought her up here. In fact, I can because I have a phone. <laughs> the internets are working. The interweb. But yeah. I think like the Golden Child's interesting too because that's another SNL connection, right? We've yes. got Eddie Murphy. He's another improv guy. Yeah. Super, super funny. So he must have found kind of a flavor that he liked. And that, yeah. well, and that, and I was gonna say that's and Eddie, like that's a big movie for Eddie because that was like him coming off of like Raw, where he was Raw way <laughs> out there. And actually, I, he was, I, I want to go back and watch that I don't from think a modern my lens. Meter would because, be able to hold on. No, well, yeah. but, but even like, so like, I was like going through the movie. When we were yep. watching this. Like, I was like, oh god, oh god. Yeah. Like, there's so much stuff that but, is just. But are like, we conditioned now? Do you think? Because uh, honestly, at the time, I just sort of like we accept those things as being funny. But you know, with everything being so PC right now, yeah. Well, I think I don't know if it's just everything so PC or just like more educated and aware like i mean yeah. i don't know about you guys but like you know it takes it took me a while to kind of work through the understanding of my own privilege and like sure and that and that and like just in society and like you know it took i think it took some serious events to unfold and people to start yeah. recognizing things like some pretty big racist trends in things like film right like sure. we're not even talking yeah. about the industry itself and like all that kind of jazz but like so i think it's just it's more exposed it's more understanding and i think yeah mm-hmm. like today's what, I don't think it's a PC thing. It's just people look at it and go, yeah, that, no, no, that's, no. So maybe just a better understanding, yeah. a better kind of, uh, a better lens Yeah, okay. to look at things. But yeah, anyway, the you're right. Like, I mean, this is an interesting movie because like we're talking like, what, uh, four decades almost? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like five to now. So when you think about how much has changed, because like, I don't think you could make this movie now. Like Oof. if you no. did, it wouldn't see a theater. It wouldn't see any name worth, Having, I'm surprised we like, haven't seen another <laughs> remake of this. Flesh, yeah. <laughs> Just, well, on the porn circuit, you could definitely still make yeah. this film. Well, I was gonna say that's that. Went, that's been done. I think they're up to like 13. But don't get <laughs> yeah. me on that. Flesh uh, gives. No, yeah. Flesh. Flesh gives. Flesh gives. <laughs> Deep. All, All right, we're seeing uh, the flesh. The uh, yeah. Anyway. Let's take it back to synopsis. We're keeping it tight. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So um, they go back to Stenwick's in his, in his yep. Jaguar, which I thought was entertaining. Oh, yes. Like the yeah. just the car choices in this also stood out for me. Yeah. yeah. In the eighties, because there's like a lot of European 
almost oh. all hot cars were European. Mm-hmm. Like North American autos could not even begin to crack into this. No, very true. Um, so yeah, they go up to his his massive mansion. He's got his like super hot wife out by the pool. Oh, yeah. Flatch is like totally scoping while he's oh, yeah. listening to the indecent proposal, which wasn't the indecent proposal he was clearly hoping for. <laughs> okay. uh, Mr. Nugent, as he's called at this yeah, point, right. not not Flatch. See Redford in the background. Yeah, just, just like, like, I'll pay you a million. No. Yeah, I was. Uh, I do. The, one of my favorite lines though, um, because he does a lot of throwaway lines like when the housekeeper comes up and she's like buenos dias and he's like something like Tierra del Fuego yeah Tierra del Fuego or something taco or something like that yeah Yeah. well taco is what he wails out later yeah with a yeah a different Spanish but there there was a lot of Spanish like diminishment in this film right like every time a Spanish person spoke he had something well they were and and again they were they were only ever in a service role right they were waiters waiters at the club yeah who the all We'll get there, but the all-white club oh, with all-white people, except for the servants who weren't white, dressed in white. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's just something. But uh, so, yeah. so quickly, sorry that that throwaway line is um, uh, which McCall because Stanwick thinks that Fletch is a junkie, and so they're you know he's, he's bringing him into his office, and again, tons of Fletch like throwaway lines, sure, sure, kind of thing like. What do you say? Like, like, um, almost bought this place, uh, but then I found. Uh, well, oh, Hopalong Cassidy. Hopalong Hopalong Cassidy, Cassidy died. died. Who? Hopalong Cassidy. And then that's it. Yeah. No, 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 no. There was like he said, killed himself with a bow and arrow. Very yeah, weird. Very weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, again, no one holds no a count on this. But no. it's but, super fun. But my favorite line, um, and and just just because like it was the one time he kind of got under Fletch's skin was he's like, "What are you high right now?" And Fletch goes, uh, "Don't talk to me like that, asshole. I don't work for you yet." Kinda yeah. Like, Ooh. Like, he just, he kind of, like, it felt like he rattled him just that once. There's a ton of times where he kind of stands up acting super cool. And yeah. that's one of them. Yeah. The other one, too, I was thinking about later when the police chief is mm. kind of got, like, um, he's kind of threatening him and stuff. And he's, he just totally, like, doesn't give a shit. He's oh, like, yeah. I like men. I like you. And he just, like, wants to poke that bear yeah. because of his <laughs> unbelievable sword. confidence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That is, it is, uh, it is entertaining where he flexes, and again, yeah. like, that he doesn't get called out. What? But again, I mean, he's a protagonist, so I oh, guess yeah, you, you get, get a bit more, of a pass. Uh, yeah, you get a bit of a pass for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he gets offered fifty thousand dollars and mm. this like hatched, pre-arranged, foolproof plan mm. that he's going to come in, shoot him. It's going to look like a robbery. He's going to jack the money. There's a, a ticket waiting for him at the airport. He's got. Uh, you know, the, the, the car will be full of gas and, and like, you know, he'll be fine. Right. Like he can go to Rio. He can just stay stoned in Rio for a long time and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So this is the premise and, yeah. and it, he admits, uh, Stanwyck admits he's dying from cancer. And so it is. I didn't cure my bone. Is the, yeah. Um, <laughs> if I, what a regret. <laughs> the, uh, that safety dance wasn't that safe. <laughs> Good text. Yep. The, uh, yeah. So yeah, so th- that is the premise, and uh, like all he has to do is show up with a suit and uh, passport, passport, and rubber gloves. Right, just no those fingerprints. Three, yeah, no fingerprints. Just those three things. Everything else will be taken care of. The staff are going to be on their night off. Wife's going to be at the club event. Yeah, yeah the club Sorry. event. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that that's the premise. And so Fletch agrees he does to this yeah uh, obviously they just, you can tell the wheels are turning oh, right yeah, there's he's, lots he's, going on here's like yeah. investigative juices are just like and and you guys called this out like it was going to be I think two days like they're really not clear on the timeline of when the initial 
offer is yeah, made, but so it it's supposed Thursday to be a, night he's supposed to be right. killed. Yeah. Because that's the night of the club event and everything was like centered for that. But there's yeah. this sense that it's only a couple days away. Mm-hmm. You do, hey? You get and, that, yeah. yeah, and he packs a lot of investigation what into a couple of days. shit happens in that time. Like, he, I don't know if any of you... Utah, like eight times. Well, like, yeah. Or if anyone's written an article before, but like, yeah. that doesn't just happen that quickly. Like, I feel yeah. like even just to put everything together on his drug story... As well as put together whatever else is happening with this dude, yeah. like that's a lot of time commitment. We never seen typing. No, <laughs> that's true. Like, yeah. No, no, but he had because he had the uh, mini tape recorder. You don't <laughs> type and you have that. That's what Gina Davis uh, is there for. Oh, oh, Who's like that? Uh, her name is Larry. In Larry. Larry. And oh she's my god! Criminally underused. It, she is. Yeah. It, but just the fact that she's named Larry, I think, is again something that like just sails past a lot of radars. Like it's just yeah. hilarious. I think she does a great cool little role. spin. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool because we get to meet her and his editor because he goes back to his office. Yeah, right. goes goes back to his office. He's getting all kinds of pressure from his boss, the editor. Hey, man, where's the story? Yeah, you can't. Did you, see, did you see the ad we ran yesterday? Did you see? Yeah. You can't run the ad and then run other not run the story. And like, what? You can't. Like, just just yeah. Again, plays dumb. He loves to fuck with him. Oh, for oh, sure. And yeah. I think to your like your last comment, like I don't think he actually gave a shit about writing the story about the drugs on that beach. Like he is one hundred percent invested in figuring out. Why this dude wants to pay somebody fifty grand to kill? Well, it seems oh. like he's got it like eighty percent of the way there, and that's kind of the explanation he has with with his editor, right? He's like, you know what? I understand this. I think we kind of got that part, and then it's just it's that little gray area. <laughs> How? Yeah. Gra- yeah. Uh, where, well, yeah. So, <laughs> Sam, yeah, Sam is the dealer. Well, okay. Right. We'll bring him in. Let's 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 say like, uh, yeah, but he's not the story. Uh, it's, you know, yeah. we want to know who's supplying the drugs. Okay. Well, who's that? Yeah. I, yeah. That's where it's a little gray. Like, how gray? <laughs> Charcoal. And then yeah. like the shaking hand as he's like holding <laughs> the like, coffee <laughs> pot. Yeah. Shaking cup hat. Can I? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you know, has it out with his uh, his editor, who is like super unhappy, mm-hmm. uh, and I think does a great job with the role. Like he always looks like he's one edge away from a heart attack. Oh, like he, yeah. he plays oh, yeah. the strung out manager really yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I always got the sense that, um, uh, and and even watching it this again with you guys is like Gina Davis. Uh, like her character, Larry is like infatuated with Fletch. Like, like she or at least admires him, right? Like, like admires, but I almost got like um, you know, like a flirty kind of I, like. Well, especially like at the end when what's her name boy. shows up. Oh yeah, and then it's like she's really put out by her being there. Yeah, and then yeah, then the editor calls her away, and she kind yeah, of, it, bad for her. Is. A little bit, a little huh. bit, but she's got some gold bloom action coming up in the next I little guess. while. Like the flies right around the corner. Right. That classic Transylvania five. Six thousand? Earth six thousand? Earth girls are easy. Oh man. You know? It's all gold bloom. It is. And oh. the Davis Gold Bloom. Did they they got together, right? They did. They were a couple for a while. Okay, okay. But, yeah. uh, a few movies anyway. Yeah, exactly. She got Rundle Fly. <laughs> but but even then, like just just talking about that relationship. Like when when he you know, going through the microfiche and like she's giving him a you know, a <laughs> scratch. scratch and stuff, like she seemed pretty like that's like, a sing like that's a one way trip to HR these days, right? Well, like there's like weep, I scratch you, you all do, my coworkers. So you could best. probably get your coworker to scratch your back. Yeah, yeah. When at least it was working with uh, your yeah, company. Yeah, exactly. When my wife was an <laughs> employee, it. yes. Well, yeah. that would have been nice, but no, it's not gonna happen. But the, yeah, it, was, uh, it was all professional. If she yeah. would have taken you to HR, that would have been more awkward. <laughs> Considering you are HR. <laughs> no, yeah. no so, that, that's where we bring one of the kids in the room. Like, all right, Miles, <laughs> mom and dad need you to uh, you, yeah, make uh, Miles make a arbitrating. Decision. Like, yeah, bring in the dogs. You need the votes. Sensitivity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, from the microfiche, though, they figured out that there's an internist who is probably uh, diagnosed uh, stomach with cancer. So he makes the arrangement to go see the doc. Yeah, figures out who his doctor is. Yeah, so they sleuth through to who his doctor likely is, and that sets it up. So this is where, uh, yeah, he goes to see the doctor to figure out and try and dig into this. It's Dr. Dolan. Dolan, is that the name? That's the name of the doctor. Uh, Who is the, the chief in Blade Runner. Yes. So this is kind of a, there's a whole bunch of guys that seem to be part of this stable of 80s films. And uh, yeah. for some reason, the night we were watching, it was just like, hey, hey. Oh, yeah, you were nailing all of them. Oh, I don't know night. what was yeah. going on. I was having like a synapsis problem, but anything, oh, everything was clicking. And Chevy Chase was meant to be in Blade Runner. Uh, he was meant to be Rooker Howard's part. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just, <laughs> just a physical comedy of like trying to release <laughs> the doves and going up the side of the building. Yeah. Like, yeah. The things that I've seen. Yeah. I can't do chip chip. Uh, <laughs> he's an interesting, I don't know that impression, how good you'd be able to, like anyone would be able to do it if he's uh, that Jimmy, distinctive. He's a hard guy to do, I imagine. Uh-huh. Anyway. The Doctor scene is probably my favorite scene oh. in the whole thing because of all the quotable lines. Yes. There's like five or six things he's, that I see the whole to this day. Yeah. That's one. Oh, sure. Moon, Moon River. Like, the I mean, Moon who River. doesn't? Absolutely. Like, who doesn't give Moon so River? The first time like, I had a physical, immediately I literally, it popped in my head. I was like, <laughs> and I'm wondering how many times my doctor's just like, every fucking guy who grew up in like the 80s does that shit. Anyway, that one, Dr. Jellyfinger, I still use sometimes. And then even the Rosen penis. I was like, yeah. Dr. Rosen? Dr. Rosen Rosen? But that, no, that's a hospital scene. That's not that scene. No, that's no, no, that's true. But I just like, in general, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, about, because like, yeah, that guy yeah. shows up later on. Yeah. So I'm just sort of thinking about. But he's, um, but he's not a Dr. Rosen something at that point. No, no, no. No, no, he's, 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 he's Mr. He's, he's Babar. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no. He, well, Fletch is Babar. Yeah. But yeah. the doctor, like, go, yeah, the whole hospital scene with Doc's, like, as he's looking at the directory, it's Rosen blank, Rosen blank. And I meant yeah. to like, look, I'm, I don't, I probably, it's probably not even worth getting into. I was going to look up what kind of ethnicity or <laughs> what, what that last, because, you know, like last names usually have a, you know, region or, or something that, that kind of binds them together. Ethnically, this is a pretty Jewish. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, uh, I, I just kind of guessed it again. That's probably some conditioning oh. about what, uh, what the expectation, did you look it up? I, I, I wanted to know what was the thing with Moon River. I don't get it. Oh, right. But it's, I mean, the lyric, it's, it's a song about a lover and intimacy and things <clears> like that. So that, I was trying to figure out, like, why did he start singing Moon River? Like, I don't get it. Besides it being hilarious. Well, I never knew. let's just say that that finger was going downstream. And so that's, that's <laughs> prompted that, well, like oh god he's yeah. he's in the moon oh yeah true. oh yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a river of yeah no uh, uh, yeah. some sensory input coming, uh, coming through his spine yeah oh okay. anyhow so um <laughs> sorry go ahead. Yeah. So he's he, yeah. Um, he's with Doctor Dolan. He's yeah. he's kind of quizzing a little bit because he wants to ask some questions. Yeah, about he, Stanwyck. He's, yeah, yeah. He's trying to dive into it. He's he's portraying that he knows Stanwyck. Right. Mm-hmm. They're buddies, and they met at the club. Right. right. And he's like, oh, you're a member of the club. Like mm. suddenly realizing, like you know, also a member of the club. Like, well, no, it's oh, my shit. aunt. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. no, and which I think is a beautiful cover. Like, oh yeah, yeah your aunt, and yeah, uh huh, yeah, your aunt. Who? What? What aunt? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, uh, Margaret. 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 Yeah, Margaret. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which one? Yeah, and Smith like, or Robinson? He's yeah. like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Funny old bird. Yeah. yeah. I like, again, how he gets away with that. I know. Like, you relate to the airplane scene, too. Like, again, he keeps, like, taking these premises as far as they'll go. Yeah. And it, it somehow, like, he gets to skate. Yeah. Just just one more? Just one more? Just one, one more, more turn? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that's, and that is it. So, like, that's where... 
you know, the doctor gives him the whole, you know, can't discuss it. Oh, yeah. And he says, you know, he mentioned this like, massive life insurance policy. He must be in all kinds of great health for that. Like, as he's trying yeah. to dive into this, doctor's like, man, can't talk about things. So, segue into, he goes to the club. Again, uh, interesting point. I love the racket hit into the Mercedes 500 right. SL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just because it was such a quintessential car of the time. Yeah, like, it was a pretty cool drop car. top, Mercedes. And again, yeah, European auto, but yeah, like smokes it in the, the parking lot, which yeah. is the, which is the key physical comedy piece of that next scene. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, which was good because if it had been like when he was trying to show the wife how to like hit Play a tennis. ball, that would, <laughs> that would have been probably a different movie. That's again where flesh comes in. Like, right, I believe okay. they've spun that yes. one off into a couple of different versions. Um, I don't even know what the part of Mr. Underhill was in that. Flash version. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want this visual listener. Uh, no, 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 it's no. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, goes into the club. Yeah, fakes being a member. Love that he just like walks, walks in, in yeah. and like he knows to wear an all white outfit. Right, he's got a te- tennis racket, a white polo, white shorts. Boom, yeah. he's yep. through the door. But this get confronted though. He does get confronted by a waiter who says, uh, excuse yep. me, sir. That's kind of catch yeah. me, you're right. Do you know, like, do you belong to the club? And this is after Mr. Underhill uh, is heard and seen berating the waiter. Yeah. I right. like that Fletch uses this as a moment of justice. Yeah, like kinda, yeah. kind of takes a little stab back at him a bit. A big stab. Yeah. <laughs> and again, also gets to skate on, like, just racking up a bill. Like, Ooh, he basically, yeah. and, like, the whole movie closes with him perpetrating credit card fraud. <laughs> but I guess he's already in Brazil, so it doesn't really, really matter. matter at that point. But yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. exactly. Yeah, Underhill's this, like, absolute jackass yeah. going off on this, like, poor waiter and, like, yeah. does it look like I'm done? Yeah. The you know in in a modern movie it would be a woman and she'd be named Karen but you know that's a yeah. different story so anyway he like he portrays that he's their guest who like and again no validation no no yeah. no anything <laughs> let him no. like just roll up a four hundred three four hundred no, 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 not the first time the no, first that's right. he has a steak sandwich. And a steak sandwich. He has a Caesar. <laughs> a steak sandwich and a steak sandwich. Yeah. Well, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary, sorry. Bloody Mary steak yeah. sandwich, and a steak sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, right. I totally respect that move. Like, I don't even know if I'd want the second steak sandwich, but I would just do it to push to yeah. see if we could get one. <laughs> I think that's a staple, like, quote as well. I think whenever I've had a steak sandwich, that runs through my brain. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'll take the steak sandwich. And a steak sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even look at the menu, but he knows one's there. And you know what? I'm going to protein up right now. Oh, yeah. Well, besides, he's about to go play some tennis, right? Oh, like, he's got yeah. to get in no, there. No, no. He's going to work up a sweat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You need that well, not, and again, that's the revisit of the club. But, um, <laughs> okay. So the, who does he notice? He, well, he, he so he does this and he sees the wife, right? right. Recognizes her from the pool and mm-hmm. like the photos and they're doing the microfiche thing, seeing the wife. Well, they yeah. also mentioned the club night too, right? So he knows yeah. what club it's going to be and that she's like someone who goes regularly enough. Well, the name of the club wasn't in the club night. That came through from the well, doctor. The, right. Doctor, well, well yeah. the, the, yeah, exactly. Like the club that they go to as a member. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, anyway, and so he runs into the, the wife and like starts trying to run that angle to figure out what's going on. Does I love the whole fake thing about like, oh, I haven't seen you since the wedding. Oh like, yeah. Which is a great a great plug, right? Because sure. weddings, you know, back You're then, busy enough like, attention. Like, six six hundred people there. Right? Like who knows who's plus one is, whatever. And like what's what's his name, sorry? 
Oh, his name in this? I can't yeah. remember. What is it's it? John to- Cocktoastin. Oh, that's <laughs> right. But it was like so staggered. I was like, yeah. John Cocktoastin. Because like, yeah. uh, he's thinking about his penis in this moment. Yeah. And I'm having a toast at the wedding. So it's yeah. like, you marry those two things together and you've got Cocktoastin. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that it's pretty good. And like, but so, she instantly knows it's a fake name. Like, oh, she's yeah. She's just like, like Cocktoastin? Yeah. And yeah. Like, she's, interestingly, she's the one that really calls him, like, or at least doesn't let him skate as easy right like yeah. notably sees it catches it yep go, goes deeper on it mm-hmm. right just as a but like yeah like she's one of the few that actually gave any indication they picked up on anything being less than ideal very true yeah. uh, maybe yeah. that's why he likes her i probably yeah like yeah. she's yeah shown some smarts the uh but it, yeah the, and i also love the whole like oh i'm sorry i must have been like plowed at your wedding because i you know i don't remember no not mine yours like like <laughs> he immediately goes to the i was at your wedding like yeah. that like no, no no we're friends are you kidding yeah. me i was sure, at your sure. wedding right like it's a good it's a good play mm-hmm. used to fly yeah used to fly with the husband because sure. you know the aviation angle yeah, yeah stanwick aviation the uh Anyway, so yeah, and he's so he's trying to he's trying to work her for information to figure out you know what's going on, but he doesn't yeah. let on no. who he is or what's going on, and it comes across as he's just trying to pick her that's, up, right? So it, it comes out as like this guy. That it's innocent her. enough, yeah. right? Like she can dismiss that he's kind of probing just for the fact that like she gets used to being hit on by the flyboys that Alan hangs out with. Well, that's yeah. it, and like the whole line of like if I had a dime for every time one of Alan's flag buddies wanted to hit on me, I'd be a rich woman, and Fletch is like. <laughs> Aren't you a woman? She's like, see, <laughs> yeah, totally. Just like again, like it was just a, like, like yeah, it was a solid, <laughs> solid run through. Uh, but yeah, so they wrap up at the the club and still no joy there. Yeah. Um, well, and then she finds out about you. He finds out about Utah. It's like yes. I was talking to Alan this oh. morning, and I can't figure out like Alan's in Utah. Yeah, ah, what I was doing in Utah. <laughs> yeah. So so now we're starting to get more of a picture That's of right. like Stamick's world, right? Like so we yeah. know that Utah yeah. figures in somehow. We know that he kind of came from there, but that his parents didn't come to the wedding. Do we know that yet? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she hasn't so, met his parents. That's right. So there's a disconnection there. Like yeah. she's she's kind of isolated in him in sort of their marriage right now. Like they're kind of a little bit different, but she definitely comes from money. And is this where he goes to go, uh, where Fletch goes to meet her dad? Oh, and where does he go to the hospital? Let's see. Jason. Oh, or does he go home first? Vineyards. No, no, no. Hold on. Oh, okay. He does. He goes uh, No, no, no. That's not true. I've yeah. just got it written down here that he, then that's when Kenneth Marsh shows up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so he goes to, to visit her dad at Boyd Aviation. Right. And uh, in Ken, Ken, Ken Mars. Oh, that's right, because that's where he gets the uh, the address for the uh, Jim Realtor. Swarthow. That's yeah, right. Jim Swarthow. That's it. That's it. And, yeah. I, and so he plays this character who's got like a, uh, a band-aid over his nose because he got a nosebleed, and he's talking about how the, the vice president... Yeah, yeah, came through a door and like just Smack slammed him. into him. Didn't know he was there. Yeah. I think his name Mr. Poon is his name. <laughs> what kind of name is that? Comanche Indian, of course. <laughs> Naturally. But there's some exposition here, so they figure yeah. out, you know, they bought this ranch uh, yeah. that um, came from her money. That's right. She gave yeah. her her own uh, yeah. stock, not personal yeah, stock. Yeah, so he, he, he's portraying that he is like with the uh, IRS. FCC. FCC. Yep. That was yeah. looking into... There's a possi- probe. Yeah, there's a probe about possible fraud or, yeah. you know, financial mishandling <laughs> around this. I was going to say, and then he's like, God, I admire you. Yeah. Like someone's bucking for a promotion. It must be that pederast Henry. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, pederast? It's oh such an old God. school, like... Freaky word, pedophile man. word. It's yeah, it's awful. Not... But just the casually like, yeah, hammer and he's a pederast. <laughs> <Okay. You know? laughs> not, not something you throw around all that casually. No, but... no. 
That's uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, no, no. The uh, anyway, so the, the, the whole scene and like yeah. they get it, it works, gets them all riled up. <laughs> the guy spills all kinds of info. They yep. get yeah, understands like the three million that came for the ranch in Utah was when she sold her personal funds, not corporate holdings, yeah. personal stock That's to right. come up with the cash. Blah blah blah. And so yeah, gets that info. Loves that like yeah. After the Comanche Indian, like what kind of name is Pooh? Comanche Indian. Like, it feels like the house of cards of that, like, series of lies is starting to come in. And then he's going out the door and we get our physical comedy scene. Right. And he smacks himself in the face and, like, reinitiates this nosebleed that had apparently oh just stopped. And yeah. so he's, like, partially covering his face. And, like, <laughs> yeah, just, like, totally clowns his way out the door. But it's pretty yeah. fun. Like, again, like, it's just these little moments. So I was, I was talking to Tristan before you got here. Yeah. And we were talking about um, him on SNL. <laughs> so when Chevy Chase was the big SNL guy, like he was very physical. He had that whole Gerald Ford character that he used to do, who was always falling down and was clumsy, and he got a lot of cachet from that. So he played sort of that role a little bit, and then he also did Weekend Update. So then he had like the smug kind of uh, smart, not smarmy, but he just you know he's smug. He was like delivering the lines. He was very yeah. comedic. Um, so I feel like Fletch is kind of the marriage of those two things, right? Like he gets to be the physical guy that he was funny for and remembered mm. for. But also gets to be like kind of the smart guy who gets to deliver lines and be kind of the quick-witted, sharp one. Well, and and, and I think yeah. this is like one of those films that really, in just the kind of the evolutionary arc of comedy. Yeah. Like it is a nice nod back to like the Three Stooges and like oh, yeah. Charlie Chaplin and how like situational or physical comedy is where yeah. most of this comes from, right? And so it used to be heavily based on that and then they'd throw in some intellectual but you really didn't want to go heavy on that because people yeah. wouldn't show up for that but they'd show up to see somebody get kicked in the nuts yeah so sure. like, well, he, he does in that is universally <laughs> funny well, unless yeah. unless you're the one getting kicked but well, he's the one kicking nuts no no he gets kicked in the nuts in this too by the by the cops we'll get to that well i thought he was like the one who kicks like the guy with the you move uh, eventually, like, oh, okay. eventually yeah oh yeah the, yeah we'll get to that yeah we've actually i think the um the hospital scene happens before he goes to see Kenneth Morris. No, that's true. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. So he does like the whole thing about the spleen looking like his brother so that he kind yeah. of passes out. Uh, so he doesn't actually get... Uh, oh, yeah. Because he has Sorry. to join in an autopsy. <laughs> yeah. He gets pulled into... Like, yeah. So he... he, he well, he, again, so he's smart. Like, he, he knows how to work his way into a room, right? Like, yeah. He, he dresses up in, like, a tweed jacket and a tie, carries the doctor bag, like, which... I'm curious. Like, I want to go stand in front of a hospital and see if any doctor actually shows up with that <laughs> black oval top hey. satchel anymore. Because that is like, he's got a stethoscope it's on, he's holding timing. the bag, and yeah. he gets like, again, like just doo doo, like straight mm-hmm. through the door, gets to walk right on in. Well, the great disguise by having like all the surgical mask on and then these sort of surgical gear, right? Well, yeah. so timely with COVID, really. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he's just playing out the future. The, uh, but yeah, yeah, he like canvases the directory board and it's Rosen, Rosen. Rosenberg, Rosenstein, Rosen, 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 like, and so, and like, then when the when the nurse finally at the counter does challenge him, can I help you, doctor? Like, yeah. automatically assumes he's a doctor, and he's like, uh, "I'm sure, can I help you? Oh yeah, it's me, Doctor Rosenberg." And like, just, <laughs> and he like whips out like five different last names, and he and he starts dropping things, and he drops his files, and like is making this like scene. Yeah, to draw like yeah, just to draw a distraction yeah. and like, what was that name, Doctor Blow? And oh, what, what you, and then he's like, can you collate these? And like, where's the record room? Where's the record room? And she's yeah. like. You know, down basement, like, and so he's like, "Okay, thank you," and she's like, "You can take the elevator." He's like, "Thank you," and just like walks out, right, yeah. and like just exits, leaves her with a stack of paperwork. 
Yeah. Which, who knows what it was, but, uh, yeah. And, oh, like, he could used, be anything at that point. Uses the stairwell to flip into Scrubs, because he's using that as his, like, yeah. past the front door, yeah. Yeah. get through, wearing his, yeah. like, little cap, Scrubs, mask number, gets pulled into the autopsy, which is hilarious, because, like, he's clearly oh. not comfortable. <laughs> one of his, one of his best sort of is. understated scenes, because, you know, he's just, like... Enough of an uncomfortable, just yeah. <laughs> like you try to laugh his way through what? some of it. Like, uh, have you seen a spleen like this? Like, yeah. well, not since breakfast. Yeah, like, you never get used to that smell. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about that whole like scene is that yeah. they didn't actually show anything. No. There was nothing to the audience right. about yeah. how horrible this was. It was just them selling it yeah. as being bad, like the smell, right? Like, yeah. can't and then like just like him. Yeah, he's like fake and and then yeah. You do, well, you don't really see the spleen until he leaves and pops his airbag. Yeah. Or which his is, uh, brown paper bag. Right. Which I swear to God is like a chicken thigh. But anyway, that's... <laughs> I digress. But yeah. So he, so he blacks out. Magically, they just like haul him into the records room and yeah. throw him on a couch, which is yeah. beautiful. Uh, also super entertaining. Could you imagine just having like a room of paper copy of anything anymore? Like who... What? Like that's... Well, like that's something yeah. for the time capsule. Like, I, <laughs> oh, I, my, my, our kids are not going to know. Like, we still have people like that I work with on a regular basis who use paper copies of stuff, like paper charts and stuff. It's like, yeah. it's, it's never going to die. Pretty, it, there's something about it. Like, it's going to slowly migrate to, away from that, but it's out there even oh, to this yeah. day, which is wild. Well, I, I, I get to, I get tangible copy. Like when I'm doing final review on a product, often I will print it to see what it looks like in print. Mm-hmm. And do a final review in print form. Yeah. Make my notes and then like edit and shred. Yeah. Like anything I get in paper copy gets scanned, stored digitally after it's read. But yeah, yeah. like there's no Fletch nowadays. He he get onto the cloud. <laughs> well, you just you have the whole thing solved in five minutes. With <laughs> no Google, kidding. Right? Yeah, not really. Like, yeah. Just calling up his buddies no, on no, the anonymous no, yeah. like hackers list. Like I need this guy, oh. this guy, and this guy. Their files. Boom. Done. You're on the dark web. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, word search, cancer, Stanwick. <laughs> well, so so he finds anyway. out that um, Stanwick definitively does not have right. does not have cancer. Yeah, gets flipped. He had a noma, some kind of melanoma, carcinoma, some kind of noma. The nurse confirms there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah, so heads back heads back to his apartment, right? So then I think this is the yes. point where he uh, runs into his yep. wife's lawyer. Oh yes. Who is playing a great oh. sleaze bag? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Pear. <laughs> Was it, it's like either Arnold T. Pants. I'm neither like, loitering, yeah, nor am I. What was yeah, it? I found it advantageous. I, I found it plays. advantageous yeah. to await my what, delinquent. delinquent. <laughs> my wife's delinquent. Yeah, delinquent husband, delinquent act. Yeah, whatever. Delinquent oh, return. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is entertaining because like it's that's a nice snapshot to the whole like police scene because mm-hmm. it, it it sets the benchmark that he uses the back access yeah. as a way to kind of like circumvent being seen coming or going from his like sketchy little apartment when he does it a fair yeah. fair amount like even the later on he'll kind of come back to his a- apartment and that's when the cops are waiting for him yeah. downstairs so yeah. I mean he's pretty yeah. used to like not, not being <laughs> spotted so well, when you're not paying alimony well, I think you're trying not to be known you made, you made the point earlier though like Fletch is a bit shady yeah. like he, he, he takes yeah. the Underhill's credit card he's yeah. not paying his alimony I mean he's kind of an anti-hero of sorts yeah well, I think, and this is it. I think they're like, there's a, I, I read a lot of like kind of class struggle undertones throughout the entire movie. Again, yeah. going back to like the gender issues and, and notes on like mm-hmm. who's serving and like who's working where and like all the executives you see are white. 
right? Oh, like all the sure. all the people of power referenced through the entire film are white, and like so there's there is kind of that, and I think that's trying to reach to the broader Ooh. audience of being that like people's man, right? Like hey, yeah. he's just a dude. He's with he's, the exception you know, of the one black cop who was the Fresh Prince of Bel Air's dad. That's right. <laughs> who ends up. Like owning Bel Air, so uh, turns out, you know, yeah, turns really. out all right. In the yeah, end, but, it's not uh, the cautionary tale you think it is. <laughs> no, but uh, okay, but that, but that's that's a play on Starsky and Hutch, isn't I, it? Like I, the I, whole like tie back to like the one black, one white cop. Like, isn't that a big like? Uh, could possibly, yeah. Film film note. Yeah, yeah, that could could be a callback to that. Yeah, in well, some way. Starsky and Hutch are both white. Huh? Oh, like super white. They are. Uh, what are we thinking about? What am I thinking about? Uh, think Miami Vice, maybe like Miami Vice. Okay, I was gonna say like, whoa, chips. <laughs> I mean, at least Eric Estrada is a little bit Spanish, but even then, like, it's a yeah, bunch. No. All right, so okay. we're, we're off to Utah. So what? Yeah, okay, really quick, really quick. Oh, no, quick. So, so uses a thousand dollars he got paid to go yeah. listen to the indecent proposal, to yeah. buy off the the lawyer, and like yeah. clean up his arrears on his alimony. Yeah, because he got his money from his pimp that day. That's right. <laughs> Another right. great throwaway. Right? I like yeah. that one a lot. I'm impressed. Yeah. And then, so, but now we get the Lakers scene with oh, yeah. watching TV. Oh, so falls good. asleep he, watching TV. And he sees himself in the Lakers. Yeah. And he's got this massive afro, and he kind of envisions himself like Kareem and him, like just dominating. Well, and, right. like they have yeah. Kareem doing the talk about what? What can you say about Fletch? Like, yeah. I love that. <laughs> they got him to do that, like just to bring him in. Like, yeah, That's standing funny. five, six, six, one with the afro. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which again is, is, I thank God that. That's where like that ended, and it didn't like as if it was blackface. Like we oh, couldn't even oh, be talking about right now. For like, sure, I, like, you'll goes never into see the that burn pile again. for uh, yeah, all cinema. But uh, okay, yeah. so so actually, he goes to the beach first before he goes to Utah, doesn't he? Uh, and that's where he sees Gummy, gummy get again. Beaten up. Yeah, that's right. He gets right. roughed up. So you got that whole sort of thing about um, no one really seems to care too much about what goes on with these guys, right? Like yeah. it, because they're drug addicts, it seems like they're easily dismissible. Like Stan Mc, you know, has no problems thinking that because he's a drug addict yeah he's a piece of shit it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what happens nobody's, nobody's gonna miss him same with gummy like gummy calls gonna, it out like nobody's gonna miss you yeah. and this is sort of that 80s drug culture too where you know it was the war on drugs was happening at this time everyone's like you know what there it's their own problem like you know what we're just gonna alleviate that yeah and so yeah there's not a lot of like real care that's given to these guys but mm. anyway yeah so but we see we see that connection that the cops grab gummy and yeah. take off with him right even though he smashes the back of the cops windshield yeah they wouldn't even bring they wouldn't stop in. they still go yeah yeah because there's something there right okay now we go to utah right so and then we're on, on the plane the, we're on the plane <laughs> and he's listening to his recorder uh, or he's trying to talk into his recorder and ask him questions, And it hits right? play and like, you're not recording, sorry. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. but, he, but he uses that line, no, never, never. Like that's a that's a classic chase line. That is. Yeah. Yeah. And you were saying to another one of his is like to look at a watch or an arm with no watch no on watch. it. That's but to go like, time to go. Yeah. yeah. Like, or to make some sort of time reference. So these are like classic chasisms. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole bit there. You, to your point, Chad. Yeah. Physical comedy like that. And yeah, that's a pops open. You can. Yeah. And you start just talk really trying to get like record because he's like worried everybody's going to hear like the yeah. following sex tape that he made. <laughs> Which is, yeah, just, I mean, this brings up like, like was that the birth of the whole like call in your sex line kind of thing? Like, I don't know. Oh. Like, back before the internet, remember when people couldn't just like find phone, phone sex? Like, yeah, yeah, phone sex. It was a thing. I guess. So he recorded himself having phone sex. 
Maybe. Well, having sex and then <laughs> playing it on the phone oh, for five bucks a minute. Oh. That's how he's playing his album. Uh, sex tape, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That the is. original sex tape. That was the original sex tape. It was the original. <laughs> Interestingly, I was just watching uh, Pam and Tommy today. Oh, is uh, it good? It's actually pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and quite good. Uh, but yeah, they were just sort of like... Um, Seth Rogen sort of is this guy who is working mm-hmm. for as a contractor and then uh, gets like repeatedly... <laughs> Like stymied by uh, Tommy Lee, and eventually decides to take revenge. And so he takes a safe, and in his safe is like all of his guns and a bunch of cash, and then just this little videotape. And he happens to have a connection into the sex world, yeah, and uh, gets a chance to actually see what's there. And anyway, fun ensues, but uh, actually pretty entertaining so far. Okay, check that. I like Sebastian. Shaw? Stan. Stan, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I've heard good things about that. I haven't, yeah, haven't explored. But, um, okay. anyway, so he's Move on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> he does this, and he, yeah. yeah, so he lands in Utah. And I gotta say, like, you know, there's clearly, I, I, I didn't get a chance to look. I don't know if at this point the Utah Jazz exists, and they are currently spanking the, lo- the LA Lakers or what, because yeah. they really make Utah look like a place you never want to <laughs> visit. Like, it is this, like... Backward, bumpkin, low-brow, yeah. dirty, godforsaken place that yeah. nobody would ever want to go to, right? Pretty like, bumpkin, yeah. They are well, bumpkin, right? Like, well, yeah. the, well, if Larry of Larry Daryl and Daryl is kind of your, uh, you know, prototype of what a Utah <laughs> businessman looks like, pretty, yeah, pretty well, backward. Well, even so, so he rolls out to see her, her uh, his Stanwick's parents, right? Like, so he goes out to well visit. later, yes. Later. That's right, right now, we're just doing the real estate part. So this is right. where the this dog comes is, in. Yeah. The, yeah. the dog. Yeah. So the real estate. Yeah. The real estate guy. Just a sleazy. Yeah. Well, just about close shop up for the night. But, you know, like yep. snaps. He's like yep. lounging in his chair, feet up on the desk, oh, yeah. snaps to attention when Stanwick's name gets dropped, right? Because yeah. when. But does clarify that, you know what? That. You know, he didn't spend $3 million. It was like something definitely very different. He's like, yeah. oh, I must have been mistaken. And Ooh. so you're looking for the evidence now, yeah. which is why he would go to see uh, Swarthow's place. Well, and this is beautiful. And also, like, the fact that he's using a phone in the lobby <laughs> with the old lady sitting there watching TV at the front desk. Like, I mean, who does this? Who, who makes so a call? For, like, what, there's only a phone in the lobby? What? Yeah. what where are we? No, no, that's where you are. Yeah. Well, and then later when he's, like, uh, talking to Larry, he's like, I love your body, Larry. And then the lady yeah, in the lady, reception yeah. like stares at him. Oh yeah, I think he gives her a wink too. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> He's having fun. And that's where the Larry Day really comes like it does. comes full circle. Do you think right? that was that was the whole setup for that joke? Very think? likely. Very likely. Yeah. Right. Like, what's I Larry think... short for in a female sense? I mm, uh, Larry Lorraine? Larissa. Larissa. Lorraine. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, moving up. Yeah, the uh, yeah. So he's uh, yeah. So he, he tracks down where this guy is. He indicates he's leaving. So Fletch obviously seizes an opportunity to go break in yep. and try and get the information. The beauty part is there is this like super vicious Doberman Pinscher <laughs> as the guard dog, and this this real estate place has like. 12 foot 15 foot chain link fence yeah, yeah. all around it like which begs the question like what else is being sold out of this place because i've i've yeah, yet to see sure. like any realtor office that is like so chain linked up but again like this is just a gentle nod to like how shitty utah is like you're yes. just like well you gotta you got a business you better protect that well i mean later determine it's also his home like it's not yeah, just his yeah. real estate office but there's a kitchen there's like a living but room still, like still still 
There's like who puts that kind of fencing around like a, like that kind of house? Yeah, Utah Heights, apparently. <laughs> no, I bet this guy's cooking meth in the basement, and it's... they didn't really bring it into the drug tie. I think there was probably supposed to be another storyline where well, he's. It's like, in the deleted scenes. So yeah, this big yeah, the editor, meth den. Yeah, yeah, yeah in <laughs> yeah the. <laughs> The director's cut yeah. has all the coke in the basement. <laughs> just stacks it. And that's why the dog is so jacked. Is oh, he's yeah. like dug up a key of blow <laughs> and it's just like oh. and just like ears oh, up yeah. and gone. This reminds me of the dogs in Resident Evil like where they <laughs> smash the windows and stuff yeah. where it was just like I don't know I'm afraid of Dobermans because of that. And yeah, just, of like, what dog yeah. would do that? What dog would like do a whole like head punch through How? a like, plate glass window? Like, well and could turn the knobs on the doors like when did it get like an opposable thumb tongue well, that could like flip see, it around? See that one I can get like more on board with is like dog, like I've seen dogs that have figured out dog, like door latches Right? No, yeah. no, like it's like that. I get like more a German Shepherd thing. Dobermans, I didn't know were supposed to be that intelligent, but you know they are the official ta- attack dog and security mm. dog of at least the eighties, right? Oh, like, oh, what drug do- drug lord mansion doesn't have like a <laughs> fleet of like evil attack dogs? If oh, Mister yeah. Burns has taught us anything, it's release the house, and <laughs> yes. it's always Dobermans it's always for sure. Exactly it, except for Santa's little helper that one time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, dog chases him. He's. Yep. Uh, he gets out to his car. Yep. And then uh, your favorite moment, Chad, when the dog is on the car. Oh, yeah. Jumps on the car. Like, so he, like, he, he slams doors. He runs through. He gets back to his car, slams the door. The dog jumps on the hood, and it's just snarling and frothing at the mouth. And, like, Punch <laughs> is just like, look, defenseless babies. And the dog goes, like, this total voiceover, what? <laughs> yeah. And then he just hits the gas, which, again, like, couldn't do today. Like, Peter no. would be, like, all up in arms about oh. this. But the dog, like scampers over the windshield over the roof and like bangs its butt into the driveway as like Fletch peels out of there in his Plymouth whatever that was but uh, (laughs) yeah where he goes yeah Yeah. so so he's got this but the the key the the key story point he finds is that the the ranch actually sold for three thousand dollars correct not three million dollars and he's using this like super shitty little spy cam (laughs) to try and take photos of it but then as soon as the dog comes in, like, he just, you know, runs and scampers. Yeah, it doesn't work out so good, but he's seen it. So at least yeah. he knows. Yeah. yeah. And he's got, like, some photo of something. So he, I think he red-eyes, because he goes back to Utah. But first he red-eyes back home. Yep. Because that's when the cops finally get him and take him to... See the, the chief. The, see the chief. That's yep. right. Yeah. 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 So the chief's next. So gets dragged in. Yeah. Uh, because the editor... Well, because... Yes. Yeah, that's right. Because back when the editor was pressing on the story, he had commented about potential police involvement no that was so he'd gone back and he was doing the microfiche and gets pressed again by the editor about where's the story and and he's using this like this other storyline to kind of appease his editor that this is going to be happening he's going to travel to and so and he's like there could be some police involvement so unbeknownst to him while he's in utah the editor calls up the police chief asking for validation and a quote which immediately puts a bunch of squad cars into the parkade under Fletch's apartment. Yep. Well, the squad cars are later because that's when he goes on the chase because they yeah. like pull out and then he has to go to get that other guy's convertible and then they they go into that whole business. Yeah. So but he, but he, he, he gets he get grabbed. He gets grabbed. He's, he actually goes into the front of his apartment. This is the only time we actually see. Well, him. That's right. And they grab him and it's oh. him and the other cop and it's um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air's dad, dad. And, uncle, and uncle, uncle. Uh, it's, it is. It's uncle. It's uncle. Uh, Leo? No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. 
<laughs> I, okay. A very also long-standing series, but yeah. yeah okay. Fine. Anyway, yeah. but he gets grabbed and brought there. Uh, he gets brought to the chief. by the two with the with the, with the fake. The uh, yeah, the fake drug drop of like what yeah. do we have here, like yeah. penis, yeah, which is a good throwaway, yeah, and then like the <laughs> but then he drops the drugs, which I do laugh about because it was on point with the drop because it was this like bag of white powder, yeah, which is blow for anybody that's watched any other movie on drugs, and they're like heroin, and I'm like, huh, huh? like <laughs> isn't that a Mr. Brownstone? <laughs> like <laughs> by my measure, my friend, like these cops are not that sharp. Yeah, oh, yeah. China white. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so, so take him to see the chief. In, yeah, it gets hauled in front of the chief. Yep. Yeah, Joe, uh, Joe Don Baker. Yes, mm, Who, yeah. also like a big guy in some of the Bond stuff. In like everything, he was this guy's big. been everything. I actually, yeah. I just remember him in Cape Fear because he got piano wired by oh. um, Robert De Niro. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah, oh, that's what I remember him from. Is that he's like he's telling Nick Nolte like like giving him like really good instructions on how to keep safe and all this oh, kind of thing, and then he gets fucking piano wired. Totally. Not. By De Niro. Well, well, Mr. Well, De Niro's in his uh, Mrs. Doubtfire costume. Anyway. All right. So. That's for another day. Okay. She threatens his life. Yeah. Wants to make it seem like that if he's going to um, release, he all, release all this information that it's going to threaten lives, people are going to die from it. Cops are going to die. That's it. Yeah. Cops so are going to die. I got this speech. I got this. Yeah. Yep. Threatens to shoot him and then stab himself just to say it was self-defense. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and Fletch decides to back off. Well, yeah, yeah, concedes once there's a loaded gun pointed at yeah. his head. Like, he actually ran Fair. that deep, he right? Did. Like, he really did. Yeah. Again, like, punching oh, yeah. the photo of, like... He was yeah. supposed to cucumber until the gun came out. Yeah, you yeah. don't just... rightfully so. You just, just don't shoot a cop, like, or a, a reporter, like, click, yeah. like... She's pretty convincing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vacant, vacant cell, gonna, like, frame him for a, yeah, attack. Then I, we don't do this much anymore, but, you yeah. know, back in the day, like, just, like, an, yeah... I thought he was dead. Like, like yeah. there's no kind of like, there's menace, but there's not bravado. He's just yeah. like, I'm gonna shoot you and then stab myself. We did in the old days. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you believe me? You're pretty convinced. Yeah, that that like, this is going to happen at least once for <laughs> yeah. sure. Hey man, you're your beach. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Flash takes off, heads back to the paper. Yeah, and then yeah. goes like ape shit on his editor. Yeah, ape shit on his editor, and his editor's like, mm, is you know, following up on the leads. But he doesn't believe leader. any of this thing. Yeah, actually. doesn't For believe sure. any of this. Yeah, uh, Larry's got his back, but uh, obviously, you know, not 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 bringing any credibility to the argument. But yeah, yeah. so he goes back and yeah, to the club. Now let's go to see uh, Mrs. Stanwyck again. Yeah, right. And maybe reveal some of what's going on. And kind of yeah. gives a little bit, but not before he doesn't order a delicious and meal. Fuck over the from Underhills one more time. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> two bottles of Dom, right? Yeah. Like, lobster Thermidor. Lobster Thermidor, some caviar. Oh, yeah. Like, well, and he's like, to, when he places the order in, put 30 down for yourself. Oh, and yeah. he's like, put 20 down for each of <laughs> you guys when the guys are dropping it off, right? Like, he's just throwing around the Underhill's money. Oh, it's pretty so good. good. But he unveils everything he's got, like now with uh, Mrs. Stem. So. Yeah. yeah. And who who had just come out of the shower in yeah. this scene. Oh, yeah. Like, Drat. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, answers the door like this, which Chevy uses, or Fletch uses later to try and defend against Underhill as he's trying to, like, come through the door to challenge on this $400 lunch tab yeah. right. that yeah. got delivered to her cabana. Uh, and he's like, oh, I just got out of the shower. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, he reveals who he is yeah. and reveals what's going on. Right. Yeah. And does he show her photos at that time? He does show the photos, but they're not like developed right. Oh yeah, right? because awful. the flash kind of like <laughs> does it so they can't actually see. Shows the dog, shows the car they had for rental. Yeah. He kind of goes on a bit of a tangent. But what's good is, as he's leaving, he gets that suit. He gets, he gets Stan McSuit. Suit. Yeah, uh, and so he pops out. 
decides that he needs to go back home again. Yeah. Uh, and that's when the, the police cars, the cars are waiting down there. Right. I'm just trying to, yeah, so the parents are the next trip to... You, next trip, yeah. You'd think I hadn't watched this in forever, oh, but... No, uh, no, 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 yeah, no, I'm like, no, what it, is it around series a series of events on this Yeah, one? it actually has like a, a fuck ton of location. In, mm-hmm. And again, so. in arguably three to five days before like the, you know, the the appointed time to go murder somebody. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so does that, gets the suit. Yep. Yeah. Um, goes back. Cops are waiting for him when he goes back to his place. And that's when that big chase scene happens in, like, right. a convention that he goes into. And, you know, he puts on the waiter outfit, tries to carry the box in. Um, yeah. But there's yeah. a long high-speed drive. And he's kind of questioning in, the kid that he's with. The Alfa Romeo. Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah. car. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, like, just funny, like... You know, how he, like, passes off as, like, he's uh yeah air quality inspector, right? Like, <laughs> no. he's just got to check the emissions and, like, oh, I know the cops. You know, he does that whole, like, like oh. slapstick scene around the semi to come back up and oh, blow yeah. by him. Like, he's, he's not even trying to get away at this point, right? No, he's just no. toying with the cops. Kind of. It's, yeah, it's almost like a Blues brother kind of, like, cop mishap, yeah. rolling cars, bikes off. It's definitely on point. Yeah. It is, yeah, yeah, very much so. So he, he ends up, um, with the, after the car chase and the kid with the braces, um, he, uh, he ends up in a hall. Right. Yeah. And here we get some more casual racism. Yeah. It's a hall, and they're, they're like, honoring some, it looks like a war vet or maybe. Yeah, it looks like a vet league or a yeah, legion a, or exactly. some kind of, yeah. And some guy is, is like. Uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. Some guys that I'm seeing. The, the, the MC. Yeah. Uh, who is black. Uh, he keeps calling him Sammy and, like, like making all these Sammy jokes. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but also like again like just showing like he's like he plays out being super quick on his feet super you know because he immediately like, as the cops yeah. are closing in he immediately stands up like he's a part of the show yeah. right like just immediately takes on this role and like busts in with the microphone starts laying out this stuff about like yeah. you know so great to see he's done that and like Dorfman yeah well yeah. The, the, the you know the syphilis and to admit where it came from oh, and his so wife great. is like in rehab for from drinking trim- and pills trembling, <laughs> trembling hills trembling hills yeah, that's right those, that time she spent at trembling hills yeah. clearly is done work. and like so there's like just so this good. like a gas yeah. and then like but you know one of the Dorfman's big things has always been like men in uniform stand up hug a cause like yeah. creates this scene that lets him like duck and run yeah. out another door and bust away from this thing yeah, he's he's so good on his toes. Like I, I don't know in that same moment I would have had any inkling to try to like create more attention to yourself as opposed to just like find a way to sneak out. But yeah. he does. He creates a great distraction. He gets everyone to hug a cop, touch a cop, yeah. sings a national anthem, gets the fuck out of there. Yeah, and then just drops and goes yeah. and and gets away. So now it's time to go back to Utah. This is when he gets a chance right. to see Sally on Cavanaugh's. Well, oh, the there's parent. so much oh, no. in this well, because he goes to first, the airport. Right? Yeah. He goes to the airport first right. and checks out Stanwyck's plane and that's where he learns that Stanwyck burns enough fuel to go to South America. Right. Back. So, he, well, yeah, he goes to, huh. yeah, he goes to check the <laughs> private hangar for yeah. Stanwyck Aviation and yep. check in on the personal jet, <laughs> yep. right? Portrays this, like, bumpkin, like, uh, on-call mechanic. He's coming the ball bearings. The Fetzer valve. Right. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, take a look at the Fetzer valve. Yeah. Checks the, like, clearly has no idea what he's doing. A manure spreader, jackknife on the highway. Yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's it's trying to get so a bird eye view. Yeah, the uh, yeah, which yeah. is which is a great scene. Cuts out of there. Yeah, realizes like, well, and again, they like they lay it out right. Like, yeah. burns enough fuel to go to South America and back, and he's like, yeah. bam, bam. no, I'm yeah, go. like, boosh, yeah. highlight on that moment. Yeah, yeah. The, okay, the door is closed. He goes to Utah and yeah. he goes to meet her. No, uh, Stanwick's parents. Yes, right. his parents. Yeah, 
who are a lovely couple. Yeah. And yep. again, like just the picturesque bumpy, like they're out on the front porch yep. in a yeah. rocking chair. She's Lemonade. knitting, right? Oh, he's also clarified that at the airport when he, before he leaves, yeah. that he's got a first class ticket yep. to go to South America. So he's checking the alibi that he's potentially yep. yeah, been let up for with right. Stamets. And asks right. who's beside him. Right. And you find out and that that's, that's how he, he paid finds for the ticket. out about... Sally Ann Cavanaugh. Sally Ann Cavanaugh. So when he goes to talk to the parents, he confronts and says, hey, look, you know, we think there's this thing. There's a lady about town. Uh, we just want to confirm. And they're like, boy, are you an idiot? Like, yeah. it's, that's his wife. That's his yes. wife. His, right, of course. That's, yeah. yeah, like, and he does so well, again, just playing with, like, all well, these bombs that are hitting him. Absolutely. Like, uh, what? That's not the one I was expecting. And, like, he just rolls with it. Totally. Yeah. He's the, super good. The physicality with the straw when he yeah. gets the, uh, the lemonade. Yeah. He can't, because the straw's just melting. <laughs> <laughs> the he's trying to kick it in his mouth yeah. yeah like yeah that's the physical comedy out of that one yep. yeah uh, so, well actually no that was after he had gone to the house oh it's before nope because the back You're window right. is short out You're and he's right. like these new cars you hit one bump boom the window blows out that's right. right recall these so right. he goes to the house yes he like goes in <laughs> yeah. and runs into like landlord asked me to look out for the place like this, this <laughs> oh, again boy, just just not making utah look like it's full of like he's the mayor that's the ironic part. He's the mayor of Utah. That's our fucking... Stu- no. Uh, everyone from Utah, just don't... Anyway, I, this is another yeah, quotable yeah. set of lines that I use oh, uh, with you all, all the time. All the time. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. When you're trying to like talk... Like, I'll, if you're relating a story about someone who's so dumb, you're like, yeah, he was dumb. He's like, I moved out. Oh, oh so he moved out? <laughs> moved out! Like this... Okay, great. Like he's, <laughs> This guy is the reverse Fletch because where this one person's quick on their feet and yeah. comes up with the tons of shit gets thrown away, yeah. this guy's got one note. Well, okay. And I love that he like comes out of the attic. So like Fletch goes <laughs> through the front door, cases the first floor, and it, yep. like it kind of looks like it's ransacked almost, right? Like yep. somebody yeah. left, if somebody sure. left, in a hurry. hurry. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like something yeah. looks like it's been ransacked, something's going on, works his way up to the second floor, and as he's going down the hall, this dude like pops out of like the stairs to the attic behind him with his shotgun so you're yeah. just like this dude is like living in the attic landlord looked oh, at there's a ton of hitchhikers the lined yeah. up oh, like oh, yeah. party dresses and They'll stuff get, like they're just... not even going to the basement like, <laughs> yeah. that, again just back getting his lipstick off yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. Down, like, you know, he puts the lotion zip. on his skin oh, yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> he would have been at the front door when he knocked but he had to go to the latex first fuck me yeah, so he tries to fake that he's checking mattress. <laughs> right, right. And but but he really gets called out because he's not room. buying any of this, yeah, right? No, he's no. got a gun oh. and he's very linear. He's like, yeah. Nope, someone's some, here. Some for the cops to decide. Exactly. Yeah. All right, fine, call him. Anyway, so then yeah, kicks him in the nuts. Kicks him in the nuts. Yeah. yeah. Beats it. And then they you're right. He gets he shoots, shoots the back out, window. shoots the back window out as he's driving away the shotgun. Okay. Yeah. Then it's to the parents. Right. Yeah. Asking about the, yeah, asking about, uh, well, and following up on, he's using the insurance, uh, big insurance policy play, right? right like, right, hey, right, you yeah. know, we're an underwriter to the insurance, we just got to follow up on some That's things, right. and then I love they, like, they bring out the mask photo book, and like, do you have a photo? Like, yeah, we have spares. Like, <laughs> again, not like I'll email you one, or let me text you something, but like, just yeah. like, yo, you can have one, because we've got like, books of them. Oh, yeah. Tristan found a fun factoid, is that in the, in the pictures, Ellen Stanwyck uses the same pose twice. In both yeah. of his wedding shots. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he's just he's like, got the same pose I'm king photos. of the world! Yeah, pretty fun. So so he's been married for... Eight years. Eight, eight years, years. They find out, too. In, Marianne been Kavanaugh. Out, yeah, been out in L.A. five years yes. at this point. Yeah. And like, yeah, he sees her every, every three weeks. Yeah, was, every I remember that. Weeks. It stuck with me because it's like, what the fuck? Three weeks? Who comes... Like, 
Once a month? Sure. I get that every other week. Sure, twice a month. It's like well, a paycheck. He's coordinating around like all the drug shipments and stuff, right? So yeah, I mean, but like yeah, I guess yeah. and that's it, right? Like he's yeah. so apparently LA only needs coke every three weeks, but at this yeah. point probably weekly now. But the um, <laughs> oh daily, please <laughs> put it in your eyes like this, you know, just lifting the t- sorry. <laughs> okay. So okay, so uh, he goes back to he talk go- to uh, Mrs. Stanwyck again. Now yes. that he's got this information, there he lows polygamy is in the cave, in the process. Yeah. But definitely tells her, do not come to the home. Yes. Stay definitely away. Go to the club event. And then uh she well, well go ahead. So we get a quick uh side scene where he dresses up uh in a disguise and roller skates onto the beach and tricks Gummy and Fat Sam into coming in and doing state's evidence. Right. Yeah. What, yeah, 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 whatever that is. Exactly like, who gives states sense. evidence to Probably. a newspaper? But yeah, 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 no, he gets to he gets to nail laws. Well, we, we and again, you're right, yeah, gets to nail the way with the with the discussion on the polygamy. Yep. And and again, like how love he brings that one back when he's talking to Alan at the end. With oh, like, yeah. like, it was something she said in bed. Uh, <laughs> we have the same stature above the waist. I mean, she must mean yeah, uh, yeah, which is like a great little like yeah. oh yeah knife, but. So he, rub it in. So, uh, yeah, he, he sleeps with the wife, then he goes to the beach, he gets uh, Gummy and Fat Sam to come. and, and turns state's evidence. Yep. But now he's got to wrap up this whole business with Stamick. That's right. So he heads to the Stamick house for the night of the murder. This is Thursday night. Yeah. yeah. So at this point, obviously, also, I think, you know, he's nailed down the police connect. Yes. Right? Because yeah, he's yeah. seen he Stanwyck with the chief. That's right. Yep. Right? Getting out with a, like, briefcase of cash. Yeah, that whole montage or, well, of the, the metal briefcase in the 80s, of course, which only ever held cash, cash. right? Like, <laughs> or yeah. timers to bombs. Yeah, that's it. One of the two, like, right. yeah. devices yeah. Which, that it's capable Which are for. like cash. It's yeah. a well, terrorist well. credit. The, uh... <laughs> Yeah, so he's uh, yeah, so he's got he's got me and Stan. I think a gentle, nice nod to like these guys, and like he's he's protecting them. He's taking care of these, sure. you know, just just oh, yeah. guys trapped in the wheel. Respects that they're just stuck in this thing, but like yeah. pieces the editor, gets the ball rolling, goes out to well, he starts following Stanwick through the day to watch him day that's up, right. yeah, yeah, and yeah, sees him right. loading like jerry cans yes. of gas into the back of the jet with the chief, yep. yeah. That, yeah, sees the gets the cash from the chief. Yep, that's sees the right. jerry cans going in from the gas station. Yep, but then yeah, rolls up to the house. Yep, goes up, checks, confirms that the the gas is still in the trunk of the car, that's which right. you can tell like the wheels are turning. He yes. knows what's coming. Yeah, yeah, he knows where we're going with it. Well, he's already got the letters, two of them, in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that you know eventually what he's going to do is make Stan McCready. But yeah, anyway. if if I die tonight, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he's, then he goes in security policy. Yeah, and yeah. so he goes in and and you know. The, the story from Stanley's true. The door that was supposed to be unlocked is unlocked. He's like able to walk in. You know, the safe is open. There's two now metal briefcases, obviously full of cash, leaning yeah. up against beside it. And so, like, everything looks like it's in order, except no gun, no Stanwick. Yeah, well, no, well, no drawer. But it's when he opens the drawer to yeah. confirm Opens like, the drawer that to, to be where the gun's supposed to be that there isn't. Yep. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Stanwick is sitting up on the library level of this office which yeah. by the way just an ode to oak but, oh yeah my gosh. right just yeah. sitting this is like there. my 80s kitchen at our house right now it's basically <laughs> no not quite as ornate but definitely yeah. like there was a wood you, theme you had two there. stories in that kitchen that's insane well yeah. when we took the sunshine ceiling down and suddenly a lot more was revealed so it became a yeah that's <laughs> when you found that sex daisy in you guys <laughs> didn't realize it was there we still anchored yeah. that you know, the swing so yes yeah. mm. guests yeah. uh, well, we will let guests we, no, no. 
We have the guest one downstairs. <laughs> the guest dungeon. The guest. Uh, oh. Okay, so he's in, he's in the library, yep. and um, that's yeah, when Stanwick yeah. reveals himself wearing an L.A. Lakers cap. Well, he's dressed like Fletch. Oh, so that's he's, right. Yeah. So he's wearing yeah. the hat and the jersey. So he is clearly going to portray himself as Fletch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, use his passport. Yeah. Jack M. Take his passport and use that as his exit plan yeah. to let this whole little mess unfurl behind him and again escape with his true love and first wife right yes three million dollars um, three be million dollars yeah well three million plus the cheese 80, steak eighty thousand yep that yeah. he lent him just uh, was it 80 was that the number i feel it was like 300k i am man maybe i just got threes in the well, brain maybe but. it could be I thought, I thought it was just the money. Any... Was there a number? He staked him. He staked him like that, I think the money 80, I staked you for the next loan. Could be eight hundred thousand yes. actually. Oh, for the next that's right. I think you're yeah. right. Okay. Um, which again, like I, I would in eighties math, like how many keys is that? Anywho, it's eighty five. You're probably doing pretty good. Forty years ago, yeah. eight hundred grand. I gotta go watch Below again. Like what? What was the key worth back in the day? Ten k probably. But, probably something um, like that. Yeah. Anyway, the. Um, yeah, and so, like, he's going to shoot him, and Fletch doesn't even flinch, right? Like, he's rocking his suit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But, but, but that was the question. He was but like, no gloves. But we say, he's, yeah. but Stan says to him, though, hey, that's my suit. Yeah. So there's yeah. there's suddenly, like, like you say, it was either a monogram suit, or, I mean, who knows their suit from no, that far away? Suit that well. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not anyone. But whatever. So you can already tell that Stamick knows there's something off. Like yeah, things yeah. aren't the way they want. Fletch is super confident. He's like, yeah, come on down here. I want you to read this. Like, yeah. Then, let's him, let's him like with a loaded gun that he's been pointing at him, yeah. walk down some like back stairs access and come into the room again. Is it one of those slidey just, ladders that he gets to do? Like No, library? I feel like it's probably a spiral staircase. Is this behind? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that, yeah. That's in the back corner. Anyway, so you get, yeah. And then you get a shot of him coming down the last few steps. Yeah. yeah. Right, as right. he's coming in. And yeah. And so this is where Flash whips out his letter, puts it on the desk and like, come read this. Actually, that's what baits him down. Like, come yeah, read this. Right. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. And he sits in the chair and like, he is just cool as a yeah. cucumber. He's got this one solved. I, think. I mean, I guess yeah. after, you know, having a police chief put, put a gun in your face, like just some random, mo- whatever. Yeah. Well, especially when he's got the goods he's, on him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he knows. He's right? got him over a barrel. Yeah. yeah. He's, he yeah. Knows, or right? so he thinks. So he thinks. So yeah. he, Stanbrook yeah. starts reading it yep. and, uh, and then Fletch is like, uh, you, you can't read my work. Yeah. <laughs> and pulls out his, another copy of it and starts reading it. <laughs> okay. That kind of reveals, uh, the whole plot plan, yeah. everything like that. But as, um, well, but also the wife has shown up at this point. Well, that's what I'm going to say. Like, oh, okay. like he, uh, well, comes he kind of asks yeah. him a question, and then the wife comes up and says, answer him, Alan. Yeah. Right? Uh-oh, the missus. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So the, so she's in there. He asked her not to come, but she comes to confront Stanwyck. Yes. Uh, and so um, Stanwyck, uh, and so Fletch is like, well, you're done. And Stanwyck's like, well, uh, what if I just kill you both? Yeah. And then just burn the corpse. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Fletch is like, whoops. <laughs> What do you mean, whoops? <laughs> like, I thought you had this one figured out. Yeah, it's actually yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. You can tell right now, is like, his mind is probably like, oh, But fun. then, oh, thank God, the cops show. Yeah, yeah. But, but through the window. Yeah. Like, if you were the chief, would you not, like, knock the door, uh, come through the, like, front? No. Nope. Nope. He just happened to, like, so how does he know to come? Well, I think he's pieced it together as well. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That, you know, like, like well, because... Um, yeah, well, Gummy's gone. Gummy and Sammy off the beach are gone. That's true. So that's he is right. kind of looking so for Fletch. So maybe he was tailing Fletch to come. Done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually. That's yeah. right, right? So we just I think he, that plot hole. Yeah, so he, <laughs> he's figured out, like, his distribution network's gone, like, yeah. right? Probably getting another phone call from the editor saying, like, hey, are you sure you don't want to give us a glow? Because yeah. i got two guys here. That turning are, like, state's s- evidence. Turning yes. state's evidence. Yeah. I love that they're turning state's evidence. State's evidence. 
to a fucking newspaper. Like, they're not <laughs> talking to a state trooper. No kidding. Or Can you guarantee this? Sure, we're a paper. Full right. so immunity. Just, just somebody yeah. from the Justice <laughs> Department. Nope. 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 Newspaper. Nope. Oh, well, that's even safer. Well, right? yeah, I kind yeah. of asked if we could sponsor it, right? Like, I mean, there must have been a process that happened at some point, but it yeah. seems like they've got a lot of, like, guarantees with nothing terribly no. solid. So, Matt, like, yeah. oh, man, how horrible would it be if you had to pay... The FBI for your own like protection. <laughs> you get a bill, right? Yeah. Kind of like, like <coughs> U.S. hospital. Like oh, just yeah. oh hey, yeah. so well, yeah. thank yeah. you for that testimony. But <laughs> there's a little thing here. <clears throat> we haven't included gratuity. <laughs> yeah. Okay, All right. So yeah. so co- the police chief is in there, and he's figured out that Stanwick is gonna fuck him over because he yeah. overheard. Yeah, he, he definitely overheard. heard them. Like the, yeah. yeah, he's gonna be taking off. Yeah. He's going to self or Rio. Yeah, Rio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 then calls him out like, "I hope you're not looking to leave with that money. I staked you for the next load, yeah, right. right?" And and Stanwick's trying to be like, "I got this. Like, don't you, yeah. you gotta go. Just it, right? get yeah. get out. I got this. It's taken care of." And he's like, "Doesn't sound like you know taking care of for me." Like yeah. anyway, and so then he tries. Like, there's this like. Wild West, like, quick draw, like, quick draw against the chief. Well, and you made the point, like, good luck beating a cop on a quick draw. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. the the police chief who has basically admitted to many hidden murders. Back in the day, I mean, I'm sure he's over right now. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but he tries a quick draw, boom, down goes down. And so then this is the point where things turn because now the cop, like, the the police chief is looking to gun down Fletch and the wife. Oh, yeah, because he needs. Get too much, of, yeah. He's yeah. got to get rid of the, got to get rid of all the witnesses, right? And yeah. so this is when the uh, fireplace, yeah, yeah. So Fletch turns on some gas for about four seconds, seconds. and then <laughs> managed to make a massive fireball uh, that just beautifully separated <laughs> the police chief from them and lets yeah. them escape. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they 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 tussle, right? They're tussling mm, on the ground. Right. They're trying to get the gun. The police chief uh, obviously gets the better of Fletch and just punch him in the face, and that's where she comes up. With a gentle tennis racket to the Spock nerve. And finally oh, that's that right. Move. She yeah. gets her forehand down. Yeah. <laughs> Stepped into it, used her hips, and then followed through. And yeah, the Spock touch. That was yeah. beautiful. And so, boom. Yeah. Pops out, and then we <laughs> we cut to then the newsroom. Yep. That's right. Where he has written his article. Yep. Uh, and exposed the crime of the cop and, and, and the, the editor's happy. And they're going through the detailed list of all of his expenses. And I mean, he, everything's yeah. being questioned, but he got the story. Yeah. Uh, everyone's happy. He's taking the two plane tickets yes. uh, to Rio. Yeah. And he's going to be taking his new girlfriend. Yeah, um, which is uh, the ex Mrs. Stanwyck. Yeah. Which is where Larry does get a little yeah. uh, jealous, right? Yeah. 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 A little, little, I don't know if you're getting her. Yeah. She's been pining. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think she's just defensive. I think there's, there's there's some appreciation there. What, yeah. I, what I find uh, interesting though is, and we just talked about this briefly at the when we were watching, but so they leave the office to go to Rio, yeah. and they're still wearing the same clothes. Yeah, like they haven't changed. They just got yeah. off there, then walked straight to the beach. Well, because because and it, you pointed this out was funny. Chat was that like we've got one shot to go to this tropical location to show this incredible paradise, right? Let's go. We got one day to shoot, right? So come on, come on, come on, come on. They go, and it's just fucking cloud cover. Oh my god! Yeah, it looks like stormy. <laughs> this is this is the least one of the yeah. busiest beaches in the, the world. world. Yeah, vacant. Yeah, yeah. just <gasps> they must be in LA or something. Just use oh, the beach. Well, yeah, but yeah, I think actually easier. this this is the movie that made Rio the tourist destination it is for people fleeing. Uh, extradition, drug. yeah, pr- pr- predominantly extradition, but pretty like, much. yeah, pretty, I mean, much. yeah, they, yeah, yeah it must have been like off, 
off season that they like when can we get a shot where we can control the situation oh exactly so so he he closes out the film by saying that uh the whole trip was charged to the underhills credit card amex amex which is another like interesting throw because like yeah Yeah. well rich people have amex everyone else like oh the plebeians you guys like they even love it diners around like, uh, I, I don't oh, know. I have an Amex. Do you? Yeah, of course. You rich fuckers. But I, but I, I, <laughs> but I use it for work. Yeah. It's uh, a work one. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you're oh, in yeah. drugs, so that makes sense. That's it. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. yeah. How many trips to Wheels do you get? Yeah. <laughs> just just has that extra fine one edge for cutting lines. Wow. <laughs> that's what made Amex sharpening it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And well, that's the film. That's the film. All right. Yeah. So. Someone set a fire in your car because it took too long and I got bored. <laughs> Money, please! Is that the doorbell again? You know what? We People are knocking down our door asking for our endorsements. Uh, you know what? I get no rest. No, no. But I mean, um, I think we, we owe St. Albert. It's the place where we live. Our yeah. kids are here. We want the community to flourish. Well, so they're kind of dependent on us. Like this, this place was almost bankrupt as a city. As it a was like a Utah. It was so <laughs> run down and shitty. Guard dogs everywhere. Yeah. Gates. I almost uh, moved out. No. Yeah. Mo- you moved out? Moved out. Oh, well, there you are. So, you know, keeping it from the brink of collapse yes. is kind of our, our mission now. Yeah. And so... In that spirit, we've decided to continue our efforts That's right. to support local businesses. So, Tristan, who was at the door? Oh, well, this one, uh, I wasn't sure about this, but you know what? The sincerity of it made me want to endorse it. And so, not the big stack stacks of cash that they gave us. Okay. And I don't know how they make their cash, these folks, but they, they must. Because I was approached by flat signers, uh, where your flat earth signs are made. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a big business. It is a big business, you know, because people need to know that the earth is potentially flat. So where do you advertise this? Where do you get the collateral to put on the way to Calgary uh, that the uh, earth is flat? Well, don't veer left or you could just fall off. That's right. <laughs> so thank goodness that's those signs are there. That's right. And you know, I love I love the fact that some signs shouldn't be crossed. Oh. Yeah. Flat signers for all your flatter sign needs. Not bad, not yeah, bad. Well, I yeah. hope that business flourishes now. Uh, Money, please. <laughs> and yourself. Oh, uh, well. Because <clears throat> someone just left. They, they did, but you know yeah. what? Uh, Tristan, can I ask you a question? Uh, yes, please. There's a lot of drunk moms <laughs> in St. Albert. You know, really, uh, they just, and they're oh, leaving boy. their kids. They're not being very good parents. No. Uh, you know, so... If you are a, a child and you're looking for your drunk mom, look no further yeah. than Mommy Beerist. You know, <laughs> Mommy Beerist can help you really locate that that negligent parent who's sure. having a good time, sure, but, you know, yeah. the house is on fire. I mean, you try to make that mac and cheese, yeah. and, yeah, you've got a five alarm going on. <laughs> so, Mommy Beerist is a tracking, it's an app that you can get, yeah. uh, and, you know, you put a chip uh, well, they're sleeping, of course. I mean, well, they're sleeping. You know, exactly. Well, they're passed out. Well, mommy drank. Well, <laughs> so you could get into the tap shoes or you could use mommy beers. And so, you know, I think this is going to be one of those businesses where we're going to try to raise the standard of the community yeah. by keeping those drunk moms accountable. That's right. And located. 
That's it. I think that's a beautiful cause. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's going to do so many good things, like especially like in airports, right? Like you're not going to be able to just wander off into different planes again. That's fantastic. Yes. Wow. So I had a strange interaction because I'm not a, a, an official local to St. Albert. As I was coming in, you know, I just like to chat with people as I'm on the road anyway. And I, I mentioned that I'm coming up to do this. And I mentioned that, you know, that we're, we're, we're talking about a movie and a, and a Chevy Chase. And this, this guy comes at me and he's like, you, you totally got to, like, help us with our business. I'm like, oh, okay. What, what's the business? He's like, Wacky Shack. <laughs> <laughs> so so when you're a guy and, you know, kind of yeah. lonely and sure. you're looking for just, you know, a little, little me time, yeah. uh, Wacky Shack. Like, they have all of your personal needs. Sure. And they have everything you need right there. They even have things that look like bunnies. They, they have different things that you yeah. know, make, take care of all your needs. So if you are... You know, again, yeah, uh, just looking for some special me time. Make sure you check out Wacky Check. I think they uh, they're serving a big need in the community. Well, it's yeah. it's going to be Cinderella's story <laughs> about how this uh, this business is going to rise to uh, to prominence. Exactly. Very good. Awesome. What are takeaways? Really quick, we're. We're hot on this. We, oh, yeah. We, we had a very, very robust yeah. episode. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, yeah. So the takeaways. Okay. So. So, Chad, what do you. What, so when we talk about takeaways, let's maybe. We'll take a moment and kind of put this into context. So, sure. Yeah. You know, right now when you're thinking about uh, this movie, and it could be either for you yourself to think about um, how you look at things in the history or what was something you would take away that you kind of admired about the film or that you would convey to your kids as a learning point, what would one of those learning points be? Yeah. Well, I think the uh, probably not one of the best parenting tricks, but like or tips, but like be quick on your feet. Like yeah, the, yeah. the fact that he never folded, like it took a gun yeah. to his head and a threat of death before he would like cash out. But like he was quick and clever and he got through crap, ton yeah. of stuff with that. So oh, I thought no that question. was that was good. Um, otherwise, it's it's an example of, you know, what things used to be like. I, you know, yeah, I mean, there's really sure. no other great social context in this. Like we were talking about how it, you know, it really kind of just exemplifies what was the social norms in the yes. in the world of that time sure. around generalizations, right? And and just yeah, like if you're Hispanic, you must be a waiter or right <laughs> or or whatever, right? Like it just you know, totally. or a maid or what you know <laughs> yeah. that yeah. myriad of like. Every low grade roles, service that you could do. roles. Yeah. All sure. nurses yeah. were women. All secretaries were women. There wasn't a woman in a position of power. That like they're like yeah. all the all the power was white guys. So like I think it, it is an example of how far we've come and how things are shifting. Yep. So that was a takeaway. Uh, but yeah, really, it's just that you know be be clever and just like yeah. trust in yourself because he yeah. just like yeah. he just runs it. Yeah. How about Absolutely. you, Tristan? I guess uh, um, you know, and and, I, and it's more so only because Chad really pointed it out, and I love this is just that there, you know, s- subtlety can go a long way, and and it's not that he's overly subtle, but the little subtle physical comedies and things like that is that you can find like really good things in little things, you yep. know, so you can you're you're able to really identify, um, uh, you know, the 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 humor or or the the sort of surprise in the little things. You don't necessarily need things spelled out to you or you don't have to necessarily appreciate the stuff that's blasted in your face i guess but it's yeah just enjoy the subtle things this is what i really like uh, what about you i was just thinking about the only parent in the whole movie and it's so ken mars yeah whose daughter is like um you know she's a bit bit indulged and a bit spoiled but she's still yeah. pretty grounded so i mean i think there's the right way to kind of raise uh kids who have a bit of an advantage in life and i think you know he didn't just give her things she converted stuff on her own uh, I often feel like 
there's a real uh, tendency or a, maybe a, a desire as a parent to want to spoil your kids. You know, you want to give them everything that they can. You want to do whatever you could for them. And even though there could have been that op- option for this guy to do it, he chose not to. And I think... Uh, so her house was a mansion. She belonged to a very exclusive club that had her own bungalow. Well, she doesn't fine. work. No, no. And she and, just... And had three million of some of her personal holdings. Like, so they, this wasn't even all of her money. She just no, no, had, no, like, yeah. her... Let's put it this way. Yeah. She's her the home... only person in the whole film who, you pointed this out, calls out Fletch. Yeah. yeah She's that's actually true. a pretty grounded, pretty yes, reasonable person. True. And I feel like yeah. that's a character thing. That's yeah. not just, you know, her being... Yeah. Yeah. She's not vapid or unilayer. I think she actually had some interesting dimension. And she was probably yeah. the second smartest person in the film. Yeah. That's very yeah. true. Yeah. That's very true. So, very anyway, true. don't spoil your kids. You turn them into assholes. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So Chad, I want to say like thank you for coming on. Yeah, like, man, really always appreciate thank you so what much you've done for here. this. I uh, yeah. yeah, thanks for this. This has oh. been fantastic. Well, you know, it's it's been um, yeah a long time coming. I'm so glad, and this is uh, I feel like one of many mm. that we'll have you on here. Yeah, and um, you know, I think that that was good insights, and it was cool watching this film with you, especially the connection to your folks and things mm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that great backstory. I love the fact too that you were able to kind of. Um, you know, really highlight and really pick some of the greater, more moments of this film mm. that I probably wasn't aware of watching it earlier. Things like that. So great insight. Great work. Yeah. And um, and yeah, like this, it was a lot of fun having you. So I just want to say I really appreciate that. Oh, well, thanks. Again, it's yeah. uh, it's been super fun. Anytime I get to hang out with you, uh, Mobs, it's obviously a good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just, yeah, sitting down and watching the movie again. That was awesome. Totally. Uh, yeah. And love what you guys are doing with this. I think this is a fun podcast. So Thank you. Thanks well, for including me. Absolutely. Anytime. And, and I feel bad even asking anything else of you, but I kind of have to. I'm so sorry. Just one more thing, if that's okay. Sure. Go get your fucking shot. This has been Get Your Shine Box with Chris Ham and Tristan Ham. Special thanks to Ross Smith for the intro and outro music, and extra special thanks to Three Geeky Dads, a cool podcast with a bunch of cool guys. Please check them out wherever you find podcasts, and check us out wherever you find podcasts, except for Apple. Apple's a bit of a jerk, but every else, we're pretty good.